Speaking of Valentine's Day, the wife just came in and said, I know, I know it doesn't matter to you, but happy Valentine's Day. And I just realized when she said that, the only way I know Valentine's Day is coming oh my goodness. is because of destiny. <laughs> right? And, and and we all- because there's, there's no Crimson Days, so who cares? A, a moment of silence. A moment of silence. Right? Yeah. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. So, welcome to the show. I am Night Demon. What up? On my left. Who's on my left normally? I can't remember. It's, it's been a it's long time. It's usually day. parody. I'm the, I'm yeah. the last one. Yeah. I'm usually on the left and he's on yes. the right. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And Respawn's brought a friend along this week to rant. I'm, I'm, that's what I was told. There was it's, a rant. It just, is a rant, but he's... Or is it constructive gonna, criticism? Both. Both. He's done it in a much support. more manageable way than I would have. So I just assume it's moral support for respawns. You know, you know, ever ever increasing transition into a warlock. <laughs> I'm not a yo. I will hunt you down and murder your dog. Okay. That's a pretty good trick. First, you're gonna have to find my dog. So you're gonna have to go back in time, probably a solid decade, to a Bro. small town and find and, that dog among 80 acres. But if you and, can do it, more power to you, bud. First of all, I'm a huge fan of Back to the Future, and I don't know if you've seen my Sparrow in-game. I have a DeLorean. Thank you. So what you're saying is entirely feasible and doable. And I know I just repeated myself, so shut up. Also, it's really fun just to press the button over and over again of, of respawn, and, and the same thing happens. You turn the crank, the respawn pops up, and he screams, and then you just do it over and over again. It's fun. Wow. That's kind of mean. Respawn, introduce your friend. My friend is Joker P8. That is Joker with a three, Papa eight. And you're like, where's the three? There's no E. <laughs> Got him. Okay. So he's, uh, he's, he's, he's one of the newest recruits to our clan and uh, the latest and greatest uh, member of the Respawn army, aside from Respawn himself, of course. Right? And um, for all the other members of the Respawn army, if you find offense to that, well, fight to the death for daddy's love. Okay. Um, click, anyway. Click, click, <laughs> click. What you playing over there, buddy? Because all I can hear is click, 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 oh, click. sorry. I'm, click. I'm giving video footage, so I'm going to have click, to adjust click. that, I guess. Yeah, Respawn click. this week has had a really, he's had a brainwave, actually. Mm-hmm. He's recording the podcast yep. as we are recording the podcast. Yep. And he's going to attach it live to his Twitch stream. So yep. you're not going to get any cutouts. It's just going to be raw footage uh, of him playing and raw audio of us talking nonsense. Big fan. Our glorious leader is smarter than he looks. Not by much. And I look like an idiot, so that's not saying a whole lot. Ah. But anyway, yeah, so um, there's going to be no music. There's going to be none of that. Just background noise from the actual stuff that's happening in-game. Us and then video for however long we're doing this. So it is what it is. 
You can have the raw uncut version or you can have the real fancy version that Night Demon takes a lot of time to put together. So by all means, at the very least, download it so we can get those numbers. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Joker's here to give a very well put together um, critique of something that he does not appreciate within our realm of destiny. So say hi, Joker. Say what's up. How you doing? What's up? How you doing? Hi, Joker. Joker. Respawn Joker. Army, Joker. Night Joker. Demon Joker. Recruits, and Parody. Uh, no. We're not, we're not creating fans. new things. No, stop. <laughs> we're not creating new factions. That is not a thing we do. Yeah, they're like, and this guy who we suppose does stuff here. We're not, no one really knows why he's here. Dude, I, mean, I keep telling night. everybody. Look, okay, for all those that don't have the Discord, all right, I keep telling everybody in there because they make fun of parody. They're like, what do you do, parody? Parody is Nothing. the world's oh, greatest wingman, all right? Without parody, this show wouldn't be a third as good as it is, right? Because a lot of the things that I do that entertain or people off, it's because parody has set it up for me to just dunk it, all right? Best wingman ever. Do not underestimate this guy. Couldn't do it without him, 100%. He holds the record for Discord assists. Yes, absolutely. So that is what parody does. Parody is the best cheerleader slash wingman any man can hope for. I've always thought of him as kind of a American parody of Night Demon. I know that's a play on his name, but you gotta you gotta expand a little further than that. With a much less less soothing voice to listen to. Well, my no, no, honestly, your your voice is soothing. It's not soothing like Night Demon's is. Like I've literally fallen asleep to Night Demon's voice before. Not gonna lie. I mean, who hasn't? I mean, that's uh, why parody is much night. more reasonable <laughs> yes when <laughs> when you were talking about uh are the refined version of night demon of parody and the rough uncut background version of respawn i was going well yes that's parody to a t respawn is respawn he's an uncut i want to say jim but that doesn't quite work maybe mm. seashell you know first of all i liked you about 10 minutes ago all right you're going rapidly downhill because I was going to make a joke that, you know, you mentioned Jim and my birthstone is a diamond. So I am, you know, a diamond. In you the are rough. literally an uncut diamond. Yeah. See, and it was all going to fit together quite nicely. And then you ruined it by calling me a seashell. So I hope your favorite goldfish gets Alzheimer's. OK, <laughs> I think that's how they come just out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> So, Joker, on, on other po normal podcasts where they have guests, the guests come on and introduce themselves and tell them, tell everybody about a long story of how they got into Destiny. Now's your chance. We're going to give it. you the opportunity. Oh. Tell us about yourself. What got you into Destiny? How long you've been playing? Why you decided to join the maddening of the Frozen Clan? Go. I would be honored. So... My first experience was de with Destiny. I was about seven or eight, I think. And oh God, uh, because I'm old. still young, I, 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 I'm still young. So uh, it, it's not you guys. I'm not trying to make you guys feel old. It's too late. But it's my too late. Oh, you yeah. failed. I feel very old. You kindergarten. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> so my cousin had it, and I was over at our 
our grandparents and he was upstairs playing it and i went upstairs and he's just in this snowy landscape firing at these bug-like creatures like what is that he said it's a new game it's called destiny and i watched him for a bit and i went this thing's awesome and then i didn't think about it again for about three or four years (laughs) (laughs) lasting impression obviously so just about two years ago, I went into a used game store, and it was there for PS3, and I'd just gotten a PS3 for Christmas, my first ever gaming console, and I picked it up and said, this looks awesome, it's the game my cousin Alex showed me. Got it home, played it, and I have been addicted to it, is that the right word? Yeah. Pretty much ever since, yeah, that's a good word. And then about a year ago, I got Destiny 2 during the dawning of Season of the Dawn. So I'm a little late to the party in that regard. But I have three games. I have Destiny 2, because I have a PS4 now. I upgraded. Yay. (laughs) I have Destiny 2, Marvel's Spider-Man for PS4, which is really good, and Apex Legends. That's pretty much it. That's that's pretty much my uh, that's pretty much my story. About two years of playing, about about a year and a half of D one, and I'm getting into a year and a half of, and of D two. Nice, dude. What's your favorite class? I know you said you had a complicated class relationship, and at first I wasn't yeah. going to dig into it because I'm afraid you're going to say Titan. But that's one question we have to ask everybody. What you mean? Okay, you I, and I will I will give an answer. I will give an answer. In D one. I created a warlock from the get-go, and I never looked back. I didn't create any other characters until I got a PS4. Warlock Master as we said. What's the other? Yeah, class I was. A, I was. A, uh, at the very end, I created a hunter because I wanted to check out the blade dancer. Okay. So and now that you're a when, year and a half, what do you do now? Uh, I would closer. Yeah, I would say a hunter main. I would say a hunter main. Whew. Okay, we're fine. Yeah, we just, don't have to just, just stick with we're... that because the Titans aren't prejudiced against <laughs> others. It's only yeah. him. No, so if you if were a warlock main, hunter, that would be fine. No matter too. what you are, just not a Titan. Just not a. Titan. I'm not a Titan main. I'm not a Titan main. Okay. Cool your jets. I'm not a Titan main. Cool, fine. Anything else for Titan? Warlock, great. Actually, we don't have enough warlocks now that you mention it. I love Warlocks. They're a lot of fun to play. I play my Warlock probably as much as my Hunter, but I complete a lot of stuff on my Hunter. Well done, sir. It sounds like Respawn. Oh, no. Boy. It abs- no. What? No. I'm not even a little bit. <laughs> so they're under the impression, Joker, that I am a transitioning Warlock. But if you look at... Not not only my overall time played on each character, which, by the way, my hunter is three times longer than the warlock, but even like last week, last two weeks, I'm last month, last yeah. six months, it's always the hunter. Hunter Master Race. Because he's fast. He gets things done in a flash because he's not a Titan Shield bash. Uh, we prefer to throw their shields these days <laughs> and then trap that enters everybody's chests and then just run away giggling. Like that week, yeah. like several months ago, where you could only throw one hammer. <laughs> and they say Titans don't get nerfed. They're like, sorry, sir, you get one hammer, use it wisely. 
<laughs> Actually, um, you guys, did you know that right now? I don't know if you've seen the videos, parody, but right now your your Titan guys are actually in competition for the highest PVE damage output. Did you see that? I, I didn't because I don't care. Mm, but good for us, them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I care deeply, and yes, I have my finger on the pulse of all of this. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's it's due to your new exotic that you have that makes your thunder crash hit harder. The thunder crash. Oh, hits... that, oh that I've seen. That's absurd, yeah. and and yeah. I deeply enjoy that. And um, right now, if you don't take critical hits into account, I think you do more than the golden gun. But because the golden gun can crit, the golden gun does more. So that is the only class in the game that can get even close. I'm pretty sure, right? I feel like a I was about to say is a crit just as a as an entire attack. I feel like it's critical when your entire body is electrified and smashed into a pulp. If that's not critical, <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs> I mean, Actually, no, I, I, I still want to see the numbers. Uh, Golden Gun versus the new Titan Thunder Crash versus Bottom Tree Six Shot Tether. Right, I want to see which one of those does the most overall damage, just flat out. So, uh, Fallout plays. If you could please get on that, I'd very much appreciate that. Thank you, sir. So, getting he's, back a, he's already okay. Don't worry. <laughs> getting back vaguely on track and trying yeah. to yeah. Yeah. semblance of a show. Yeah, this is poor man can eventually sleep one of these days. Back yeah. to the helm. Uh, sleep oh. is a crutch. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So yeah, getting back on track. Next week in Destiny, we can enjoy boosted infamy in Gambit all week long. And we can continue the fight against Keitel's forces by launching battlegrounds at the Cosmodrome and rally against the Cabal in the Arms Dealer Nightfall Ordeal Strike. Hey, there'll so, be a reason to go to the Cosmodrome for like the first time ever. We're not going to go to this Fallen Saber Strike because there's an issue. <gasps> Uh, it's a feature. Yeah, it's still out of out of commission, but we're going to go and kill Morkabol in the arms dealers. So, hmm. joy. What's the issue? Do you know? I didn't know that was an issue. You have to turn um, it off and on again. I can't remember. No, I can't remember what the issue is. So I have a question for the hosts. Um. Okay. They may have an answer. Square root of pi. What? They may not have an answer. What was the hardest strike in Destiny 1? Uh, Follow-up, what were the strikes in Destiny 1? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I, so Fallen Saber in D1, I think, was one of the hardest ones just because of how it started, honestly. Now that, now that, that Dylan reminded that, me, yeah. That was yeah, that section. The beginning and the end were quite... When when you were under leveled, that was quite painful. And the yeah. same with Omnigal. Omnigal, Omnigal to, to get in that room, you were kind of hiding in that little cupboard space at the top of in mm -hmm. in her room, mm -hmm. away from her, and any kind of little nook and cranny. And outside the doors, you were kind of backing off outside the doors. I, I think mainly the strikes in Destiny One were a lot harder, even the Sepkis Prime one. If you didn't know that you could jump through the window and hide in the window and shoot out with armor-piercing rounds, you still feared that strike. I didn't know you could do that. Huh. Uh, they, they've patched it in, in Destiny 2. You can't jump through the window now. But yeah, <laughs> as, as you walked into the room, there was a window to the left that you could literally jump through and hide in, but you could only shoot out using snipers and other 
weapons that had armor piece piercing rounds which went through the scenery to shoot sepkis so yeah that was quite fun but then i think people then discovered that there's a doorway right down the back near the water where some enemies spawn out of that you could also hide in which is still i think accessible now but when i've done the nightfall ordeal this week uh there didn't seem to be that much of a problem although i i was i think i was only on hero or uh, 1300 so whatever that is at the moment but yeah it was all right yeah i think my answer would be the same because one i don't remember half of them and two, <laughs> and two i only remember them like doing them you know at the end of the at the end of destiny one where i was such you know we were all max level and everything else it's like nothing was all that complicated but that stupid war set every single time and really <laughs> yeah. just just everything as a nightfall back when nightfalls were like you know like I, I'm not gonna say as hard as Grandmasters now, because one, I yeah. haven't really run Grandmasters, and two, I just don't remember that well. But like, like a Nightfall in Destiny One, that was a struggle. That was a challenge. That was you bring your A game in, and you're gonna get stomped. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a serious like pinnacle. Nightfall was a big deal, and you got the only time you would even do it was to get like exotics because it had one of the highest drop rates for exotics. You know, so yeah, there were, there, there were many many times that uh, I was I was waiting to be revived by an invisible hunter. Running around because that basically that was the role of the hunter in destiny one was to keep people alive as you made it through the activity because they could go invisible doesn't matter not, ju- not just that but the warlock too we used to have the the, the warlock self-revives too for that yeah. whole oh my god my team is dead gotta wake up remember yep and, and trying to time that right so you don't get murdered immediately again yeah good time yeah <laughs> i spammed that so hard <laughs> What what I missed about Destiny One was the ritualness of it. Logging on on the Tuesday at reset, and for when it first started, the reset was at ten o'clock in the UK in the morning. So me and my friend would get on, Fancy. we would do we would do all the stuff at reset, and then go into the nightfalls on our first character. And you'd get that kind of blue glow around your your helmet, wouldn't you? Every time that you completed it, mm-hmm. and then you'd move on to the next character and do you kind of go through a ritual of completing on all three characters to see if you can get different stuff. And I miss that from there's something missing about that in Destiny from Destiny One to Destiny Two, and they did have it in Destiny Two to start off with, where you could have the the blue glow, and then you had different glows for trials, didn't you? you had a, a yeah. white glow and something else if you if you did flawless, and but that's kind of slowly disappeared but I, I miss those kind of ritualness of of playing it i'm just waiting for the day that uh you know bungie brings forth the exotic that lets the warlocks do the self-revive again i'm waiting for that day well they're and gonna have to that, make a, an exotic for that, that was part of a subclass yeah. yeah it was part of a subclass but they yeah. don't have to make an exotic if they do it this time yeah they'll bring it back and go this is a great is idea is that is Come that on. not what i just <laughs> said no you said exotic <laughs> Yeah, exotic. They're gonna. I'm waiting for Des, uh, for Bungie to make an exotic to give Warlocks back their their self revive, and then all three of y'all just repeated what I said. I'm just like, what? because you said bring back. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. The way you said it, it what I you meant, thought in I your head like... was something else. That when it came out, it was something different. Yeah. So that's why we were all correcting you. I live in a perpetual state of that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So as you'd be really excited. Main, you should yeah. know this. Yeah, you'd be really excited to see that coming back as a warlock main, wouldn't you? <clears throat> you know what? We're rapidly becoming not friends anymore. I thought that started. I thought that started with trials yesterday. 
<laughs> For real. And now Respawn can rant about why all his friends are gone. No, no rant. Just, just yeah. they all became just warlocks. Fade, fade no, away fine. into the sunset. That's that's all that's gonna happen. Just gonna leave. Cry. Oh, mm, I just remembered something. Don't do it. All the times in the past podcasts when Night Demon's editing or Parody's editing fades out Respawn's monologues. What what are you doing? He might have good points. Let the man talk. Don't put on smooth uh, jazz. See, what, what you fail to understand is it's 15 minutes of a story that's totally unrelated to anything yeah. and probably a story we've heard six times already. So we're saving you both the runtime and having to fast forward through 15 minutes of the story for the sixth time. Because yeah. as someone who has no memory, he also has no memory. But I can remember when he tells us the same story over and over. Yeah, that's again. the only time they really fade me out is if I'm repeating something because, like he said, I I just don't remember. Or I don't it's remember just what completely I've boring and off topic. Completely, he'll start on topic and then just completely go off topic for twenty minutes. There is a train of thought involved, though. It's not off topic, right? It it it, it connected to the topic. Yeah, it's just no. It's not derailed. I just have other things on the train. You know, Seriously, some people Joe, just can... have. When we started doing recording these podcasts, we would be here for about six hours recording. No, we've length. never been here for six hours. He's lying. We have we've never been here for that. We long. have the Barely. most we've ever done is four. No, we've been longer than four and longer than five sometimes. No, no. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness. He's lying. You're again asking the man with no memory. Okay. Well, I, I would know I, if it was that long. Though. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I don't. I, I don't still say let the man talk before. about destiny. If if he talks if it's about, about destiny, yeah, if he talks about destiny, he absolutely do. Yeah, that's the thing. It's never about destiny. It's hey, I went to the I went to this town the other day, and I had to stay in the small town, and the internet was terrible. But a fifteen minute version of that, or yeah. or I had to take Luna to the store, but, and this funny it thing was the it before, was so. destiny related because I couldn't do something on destiny because of the terrible internet. Yes, but people on the podcast don't want to hear about your insufficient Wi-Fi. <laughs> they do want to hear about you messing with your microphone again and you know locking the settings and then again you know, you know, someone uh, someone point out the moment that you know he starts saying so i bought a new thing or i got a new mic or i bought a new whatever because it's going to happen like it's it's it, just like he's becoming a warlock it's going to no. happen some things no. are inevitable no the only thing that is going to change about the mic is if i have to travel and we're recording on the weekend and i have my old mic with me okay the the one um, that worked and sounded great before you started buying new stuff and messing with this it. This one sounds, sounds just sounds as good great. now. Yeah, now. <laughs> uh, two and a half podcasts later. <laughs> Talking about off topic. Yeah. And now the people can we get back can on topic. All, all the on topic and off topic. <laughs> See, this is what we're saving you from every week or some weeks. No, week. I'm going to leave I'm it not the one going off topic. People, you guys are. need to hear this. People need to hear this so that they oh, know okay. not to ask ever again to have it included, Joker. <laughs> I think I understand now. Let's get uh -huh. back on track. <laughs> so, how how long did Respawn? Well, I should say, how long do you think you were committing yourself to by coming on the show and recording today? Because you mm. could be here until sometime tomorrow. Well, he only needs to stay long enough to make his point, and then he can bounce whenever he wants. <laughs> no, I, I, th I think once you're here, you're here for the. Drive. I think you. I think you strapped in for the whole ride. The ship has left the okay. station. We're in orbit now. There's no getting at getting off in orbit. I'm keeping all hands, arms, legs, and elbows inside the ride at all times. 
Have you charged your phone? Does it have a full battery? Speaking of off topic, there's a ride here at Disney called Space Mountain. We need to know the (laughs) (laughs) where people get decapitated if they don't do exactly what you just said. It is vital. Does this have any bearing on the Destiny Two podcast? No. It's about keeping arms and legs inside the ride, dude. If you don't, it could be fatal. These people don't have ghosts to resurrect them. Exactly. So this week at Bungie for the 11th of February, 2021. Season kicked off with a bang. We we, we have a new title. She's an empress. She's got tusks. It's good times. Zavala was like, no, I'm not going to, you know, make a deal with you. And we stepped into another world with a cabal. So here we are back right again at the beginning of Destiny 1. And um, as it was, it's probably been tweeted and reposted across the whole of the Destiny internet. uh, Lance Reddick, is it? Is it Lance yes. Riddick has re-recorded some lines for <laughs> that that opening speech to Keitel. Um So we will link that in the show notes if you are interested in seeing what he says uh, via Make- somebody on. I think it was Reddit, wasn't it? They contacted him yeah. or yeah. on Twitter. Make sure say, you get you read version- this. Make sure you have the version where it shows him, because the version that I saw in the chat is just a picture of Zavala, right? But there's there's that recording. He does face to face with you as he's doing the voice, and I think that's way better. Oh, yeah. than just the picture of Zavala. So make sure it's the right one. Really funny, really funny, yeah. worth a watch. Because his facial expressions also kind of sell it too. So yeah, yeah, They're so good. So parody. There is a new seasonal challenge, and the helm has opened its doors for you. Have you visited such a helm? I have visited the helm. We, we have first located the helm. We have visited the helm. We are very pleased you can go directly to the helm. It is mildly irritating not to be able to walk from the helm to the tower and back unless I've missed something. But I'm happy at least it's a place you can just go to from orbit. You don't have to like go into the tower and like climb down like where St. 14 hangs out and like crawl back there behind six air vents to get there, which is, I feel like, sort of a typical bungee style. We'll let you get there, but it's going to be a, a mission. You have to bring the ring to Mordor, then you get into the helm. Well, I'm still sticking with the fact that it's in the old, it's in the old tower, and that's why we have to, we can't travel from one to the other because it's in the old tower. It's been built up. That's where it is. That's why we we can't kind of transmat there. It has to be fly to orbit and back down again. <laughs> there's there's helm. There's wreckage and fire and death, and there's the tower. So it's fine. Just just don't go between the two of the no man's land, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Is nobody going to mention what? how crow in the in the in the in the helm now? You told me that wasn't Crow. I told you it was Crow yesterday, and you said that's not Crow. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's the uh, really Hunter Vanguard. I don't have one of them. He died. No, see, you visit Crow in the table chore, and then you, he runs really, really fast to get to the helm before you, so he can be there waiting for you. <laughs> and he changes clothes in the process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After his costume change, he's not even out of breath or anything. Mm. You know, I did walk down there, and I was like, why are you here? How are you here? <laughs> Because Bungie told us he would be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He would. He did. It's, it's just always fun to go see people in two different places. It's like, now I'm Crow, now I'm New Crow, now I'm Crow, now I'm New Crow. I, uh, yeah, Phoenix gave me that. He's like, why is he here? Where, where has he been? Where has he come from? <laughs> Phoenix, too many questions. Too many... But why is he here? Why won't he go away? I, I did for. I felt sorry for my kids this week because they've they've got back into playing Destiny again, and oh, is that why? Yes. <laughs> no, but it was confusing for them when they they first loaded up because it they haven't got the season pass, so it didn't take them straight into a battlegrounds. 
So mm. we had to take them. I had to figure out why he had got, or well, Phoenix had loads of umbral engrams already because he was playing so much. But he couldn't find the, he couldn't go to the helm, even though it was on the director. He didn't know it was there, but he couldn't go there because he hadn't done the battlegrounds part. So we had to go and do, we had to do the battlegrounds on Nessus first, but you had to do it via going to Nessus. And then you had to do the one on Europa via going to the one on the Europa map. And then you could then travel to the helm. So I think. So, so did it not start you? Like, did it not walk you through that without the season pass to sort of dump you in and go, good luck. Hope you figure it out. It did for me. No. Yeah, it did for me, but it didn't for the kids for some reason because they've huh. got they've got um, Xbox Game Pass, so they've got access to Beyond Light and all the extra bits, but they haven't got the season pass. And it showed them the cutscene. They they had a couple of cutscenes that they they could watch, but then that was it. They were just in orbit, and I don't know whether that was just maybe they pushed the button too many times of back 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 to get out of the cutscene. Right, but well, the, no, I thought. Because doesn't it take you right to battlegrounds? Like, like I don't yeah. think there was an option to do anything else. I wonder if that's a bug or if they just that's by design. Because that's a real bad choice if it's by design without the season pass. Going figure it out. But even then, pushing back, 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 and just leaving them in orbit, they didn't know where to go after that. It wasn't like a big flasher on the screen like we've had in previous iterations of Destiny Two. Yeah. A big thing on the screen saying you must go here first. You must do this because you've yeah. pushed back too many times. It was kind yeah, of quest. Good luck. Yeah, that's what. That's what. I'm always. Yeah, I'm actually kind of glad you you play with the kids without the season pass because I'm always sort of curious. Like, what is the experience like without the pass? I always assumed it was like a one to one. You know, other than you don't get the you know day one drops and the weapon and all the you know all the extra you know seasonal pass activities. But I I sort of assumed that it would at least take you through the beginning cinematic and drop you into the battleground since that's available to everybody. Yeah, but that to leave you in orbit. It's like that's that was the whole problem with Destiny to begin with. It's here's a bunch of planets. Figure out where to go. Hope you yeah. can. Hope you have fun. Like there's no yeah, there's no guy. There wasn't even the the part of the season where you know at least on Xbox you hit the left trigger and it pops out a little menu like hey here's the next thing you have to do. Go here and talk to this person. Just, oh, you know, did that when I was looking on Indiana's um, screen. It, it did that for her. You put push the the left tab and it came out and said you must go here. She, I think she had the Wrathborn thing to start off with. She had the Battlegrounds and something else on there. But it, it wasn't flashing on Nessus to say, go here and play this if you want to do the Battlegrounds. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I thought maybe you could go straight to Europa and just play the one on Europa. So you have to go to the one on Nessus first, and then you have to go to Europa. If you don't kind of get, if you don't follow the how, you know, the, yeah, the actual the, game yeah. taking you by hand, if you accidentally come out of it or it doesn't take you there. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I'm super curious if that's the experience everybody had, or if it was a bug or yeah, like you said, just hitting, hitting back too many times and short circuiting and going, Nope, just take me to orbit. Yeah. Cause I, I don't while think they wanted on... to sit and watch it. Sorry. While yeah, we're on the subject of, uh, PVE match made activities was Vex offensive three player or six player. Six. No, it was the six. Best offensive was three. When you had to, you talked about a couple three. seasons ago, right? It felt like more. I thought it was more than three. No, it the best felt like more. Where it teleports you to that to that other place covered in grass and rocks and stuff, and you had the to black use a little, garden. Yeah, you had to use the little crystals to destroy the the special enemies and whatnot. That was that was a three person activity, dude. That was six. Okay. That was three. That's so six. it was definitely more than three. 
it was definitely it was because I, I I went into that with more than two other people. It was definitely more than three. Yeah. All right. Let's look it up. Okay. Tick 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 tick. How many people? I can really tell that everyone here is informed Florida? on destiny. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, guys. This, this is why we edit the podcast. Hey, chat, hey, chat. Can you chat. Tell him he's wrong, and it was six players. Come on, chat. This is how the streamers do it, right? And talk to the chat, and the chat. Talk to the, <laughs> yeah, talk to the chat. Talk to the chat. Okay. Google. You know Assuming what? Google, a chat Google is also wrong. Okay, we can't trust Google. <laughs> Every search I do tells me six people. It was three. It's a conspiracy. It was, it was absolutely three. Google is wrong. Google dislikes me and is out to get me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't yes. There being a mob of people there running around firing rockets into the stupid Vex waiting for the time gate to finish. Listen, no, 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 no. The Frozen Clan doesn't use rockets. Well, we do. That's, we that... do. It just doesn't end well. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely do. We just don't learn our lesson. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> to, to earn frozen points, it's by blowing your teammates up, having them rocket into a bubble, a shield, a wall, or if you're if you're going for a next level challenge, the oh, yeah. sword of the warlock's uh, well. If you fire a rocket into that and blow yourself up, that's some next level frozening right there. <laughs> Yo, I felt bad for you guys the other day while I was doing the uh, the PC raid, and with the eyes of tomorrow, I just detonated myself. So you know, shout out to Frozen, the old days, right? You, you nerfed yourself. Good job. I nerfed myself. Right. Have you got any messages in the chat yet? No, I don't have people watching the chat. I don't think I do. You do. <laughs> oh, you, you need that one guy to tell you, don't give up, man. You'll blow up one day. He hasn't been watching the chat all day because I've been sending him a whole bunch of messages and he has been responding. There were no, two other good. people. His best friend Bipolar oh, is in there. Oh, Bipolar's yeah. here and so is Bergen. Oh my God. I hate yeah. myself, guys. I'm so sorry. Yeah. See, we are not streamers or YouTubers, as we say. Clearly, we are not. We are ill-equipped for this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reason I didn't watch it is because I can hear myself talk now and five seconds later I hear what I just said through the stream. So you know you can mute the. the I just did screen. mute it. Yes, but I'm just saying that's why I normally don't have that up. But are you are you ready for the uh, the stranger to give you a new collection of uh, stasis aspects and fragments to earn, giving you more combat options to choose from? A new landing zone has been added to the northern reaches of your to help you complete quests a bit quicker, and new exotic armor pieces oh. and one per class for you to discover. They gave us a new landing zone that's not between the first two. Like I kind of thought they would, just to mess with us. Hold on. Yeah. You can now you yes. can now go to the Eventide Ruins. I think it's Eventide Ruins, the northern Eventide Ruins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up there, up there in good old Northern Europa, you no longer have to go on again the quest to Mordor to get there. You can just just zone in there, and you're there. It's beautiful. Wow, it's a thing. <gasps> and even if you haven't, you know, purchased your Beyond Light just yet, uh, we've added you know updated power floors to help you get caught up in raids, raids, dungeons, and uh, general quests. So if you're looking to spend some time in ritual activities like strikes, crucible, or gambit, we've added some new weapons for you to hunt. And uh, word on the street is there's a uh, there's a pretty spicy uh, 120 RPM hand cannon, the, the bottom dollar, which mm -hmm. I'm sure that Buzzgy put into the game for one reason, to make people play gambit to farm the hand cannon. <laughs> that's their, that's yes. their diabolical plan. Farm the hand cannon from gambit, then take it into crucible and trials and murder everybody with it. 
Everybody keeps talking about the hand cannon. I really need to look that up because I haven't seen that. But saying was... that, yeah, they've put the true prophecy back in the loot pool, so you can oh, go to yes, you can go to Banshee and dump all your uh, weapon parts and see if you can get it. But it's only going to be viable up until the end of this season. But they have put it back in the loot pool. Yeah, and and I even My to your point, five thousand one hundred ninety-two. Oh, get worth it. Your sir, that's that, that's nothing. That'll take you. That'll take you no time at all. But I demon to your point. You said, "Hey, my uh, my mountaintop had gotten up to eleven hundred. They they moved the power floor to eleven hundred on everything. So all of your old ten sixty gear is now eleven hundred gear. If you haven't, you know, dismantled it yet? No, I haven't. And yeah, I, I thought it was quite funny that it, it's it's slowly moving up. But on Destiny Light Manager, it says the power cap for this is ten sixty. But I'm like, but it says eleven hundred. So. <laughs> Surely you should just change that to say the power cap is going to be whatever the base power cap is going to be from now on. So really? if you hold on to this, it's still just going to grow in power. It's yeah. not going to be worth it, but it's still going to grow in power. And Night Demon will give us a season-by-season season update on where his mountaintop and select other weapons have gone to as they increase in the power cap, because I know he's going to hold on to them, but that's his job here. It's not yeah. his job. He's, he's addicted to it, man. He's, uh, he's one of those pack rats you see on TV that you make fun of. He's that guy. But digitally, but, I mean, no. But you seriously, we bring we brought this up last night. I think we, uh, Respawn and I were talking to Fusco, and apart from doing raids, the um, doing trials and doing Iron Banner this season, and possibly if you want to do the Lost Sectors, you could play the rest of the game without even having to worry about sunsetting, sunsetting weapons, sunsetting armor. You just, you know, put on whatever you want and, and go and play some strikes. If they've raised the power cap for that and you enjoy playing that, or if you just enjoy playing Crucible, take those old guns into Crucible. There's nothing from stopping you from still wrecking face with those. It's just, yep. you know. I mean, I, yeah. still got, I, just, I got destroyed by a recluse in comp this week. I was like, what? People are still rocking this? Uh, yeah. You have the lights not enabled, yeah. And that's yeah, what we said when sunsetting was a thing. Everyone's like, oh. Set these, it's like, yeah, but in many cases, it doesn't matter, or they're going to yeah. give you something better. And you know, the numbers always show. I think we were talking to Fusco, I don't remember who else, a couple weeks ago. It's like, you know, what, what weapons are people using in the game? I can't remember if it was raid or trials, or it was some specific thing we we're looking at. Like, I, I look at the Gambit meta from time to time just to see what people are using in there, and it's always mm -hmm. like, here's the three newest things that have dropped because it's always here's here's the light, latest thing that come out to the game. And then whatever either broken or overpowered or old standby is there. It's like every single time. That's what it is. You know, it'll be Hawk Moon until something else new gets released, and then it'll be whatever the, the new hotness is. And now the awkward silence that usually gets edited out. No, we can't have radio <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah, this is why Respawn talks so much. Yeah, Respawn feels I mean, I was just make, making some space for our patch note travelers to show up. Patch notes travelers. Oh, please don't make that another song. He absolutely does. Every time. I, I always, because outside of the podcast, I always do stupid little things like that. And I keep forgetting that my habit outside of the podcast gets translated into werewolves. Re, not werewolf. Real world songs. <laughs> because of his editing. 
coming soon, fall 2022, Werewolf Songs presents Respawn Sings. Copyrighted Paul Simon already has that. Growl, snarl, <laughs> random howl. We'll change some E's to threes and it'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, God. So truth be told, it can be sometimes difficult to coordinate with multiple teams to ensure every bug, every fix, every minor tweak, or major feature is covered in the patch notes documented, as Respawn is currently aware of. Mm. Uh, Respawn's always aware of it, aren't you, Respawn? How many take no. a drinks do we have each week? Because something's oh been God. missed out of the patch notes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, we take the drink because people say, hey, we've heard you, or hey, we're looking into it. You know, <laughs> you take a drink when they say completely something completely useless or pointless, right? Like, why? <laughs> this, this helps us in no way, shape, or form. That's when you take a drink. If they've forgotten something, that's not take a drink unless the thing that they've forgotten is also useless and helps nothing. Well, something that isn't useless and does help you a little bit more is the quest details. So they've changed how you can now view the quest tab. So once you hover over a quest, you can now actually press its Y on Xbox to actually inspect it. And it will give you a, a broader detail about what you're actually kind of doing on your quest step. It opens up a bigger page and, and goes through what you need to kind of do. And they show this in the twelve. So it says it taking a narrative context and visual theme of the quest, understand what the quest is asking of you and what to do and what you've done already, and get a better look at the rewards for completing the quest. So that's their that, reasoning behind it. Yeah. And that's really nice. One, I just appreciate you just the design and the layout and the look of all these. I think they're really beautiful to look at. And two, it's really nice to have the whole quest laid out because nothing is more frustrating than being like, hey, can you help me with uh, you know, the thorn quest? Great, where are you? I'm on this step. Where is that? I don't know. Is that yeah. further or further along or further back than what I am? Oh, I did this quest six months ago. I don't know where I am in it. So it's nice to be able to be like, okay, you're on this step. I'm on this step. Let's sync up our steps, get, get to where we need to be on the same page and then move forward with it or at least know if I need to do this or not. So it's nice to see all, you know, the whole nine steps of the quest without having to frantically look up, hey, what are the steps of this quest? And, you know, which one have you done? Does this sound familiar? Yeah. Always uh, want to know what the next quest step is. And there's, you know, there's all the little sub quotes and the little storylines that go with each quest step. And I'm a big lore guy, so I always want to look at what each individual quote is, who it's from, get the quest step. And just the visual appeal. So I really like that they're finally doing that with our tons and tons of quest tabs. Yeah, they're, they're putting more effort into the, the API of... And, and I, I suppose it is kind of helping a, a lot more players that don't aren't kind of on that auto track of, I know what to do, I know what to do. I mean, there are some days that I, I get on and I'm, I'm looking at a quest and I'm like, what do I need to do? I need to go to YouTube and have a look at something to figure out what, where I'm going next because this isn't that explanatory. So, yeah, it's, it's good that they've put that into the game now. Yeah, it's, and hopefully it'll be, you know, precise and correct and not just uh, go get kills on a planet with a thing, but not here, but not like that, but do it this way. So many times it's like, okay, I've gone, you know, I've gone to Nessus and I've shot Vex with a hand cannon. Why isn't this progressing? Oh, it has to be like this or with this thing. Or, you know, there's always some... Stipulation, which maybe because I'm just not reading clearly, or maybe because it's bugged, or maybe just because stand hex- on the box, right? Stand on the box, wait for Andy to show up from under you. Got it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just you know, 
you know, when they only had, you know, eight, eight words or 10 words or whatever would fit into that space, it's like, we gave you the words we thought would make this clear, but it's not clear because there are now many YouTube videos about it. Yeah. So hopefully this will give us give them the space to actually you know, explain to us what they're trying to do. So they're excited to build upon the Quest detail screen in future updates, with more improvements to the Quest experience. And they have some general patch notes that they wanted to kind of go over. So rituals, they've removed some of Hawthorne's Red War era dialogue when completing her clan challenges. Because, yeah, that was really irritating. Has anybody actually cared? No? Which seems silly because we're just back in, you know, the new Red War. Another Red War. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like the perfect time to leave it back in. Just, uh, yeah, we're fighting the Kabbalah again. It'll be fine. Just just replace Gaul with, or, uh, yeah, Gaul with Keitel and it'll be fine. Just use the same dialogue. Yeah, Red War 2, Die Harder. So mm-hmm. players can now turn in gunsmith material 100 at a time, which is quite nice. I like that. Oh, yeah. And Vanguard tokens 20 at a time, enough to get a full rank. Yeah. I, I Someone on Reddit was like, you can now turn in all your gunsmith materials with one click per rank, and it's amazing, which will be nice when I, you know, I would say farm for true prophecy, but let's be honest, it's not going to happen. I'm going to wait until they, until they decommission gunsmith materials and turn in those and then feel silly that I've wasted my time. And you remember those huge banners that you had across your screen every time you ranked up in Valor, Glory, Infamy? They're gone. They're now at the bottom Yay. of the screen and no longer blocking players from taking action. I know. You know? I love it. That is my yes. favorite improvement. So, so Valor, wait. Glory, and Infamy values are now available on the main director screen for that <laughs> Never mind. So, wait, does not even pause. What do you want? Go ahead and say it, man. Uh, the Crucible. Uh, reward system is each rank you know you no longer have tokens you get a set reward mm-hmm. with yes, vanguard yeah. you turn in tokens and with gambit you don't turn in tokens and you don't have set rewards you have set, you rewards, have set for rewards for gambit as well as yeah. as Crucible. okay 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 so it's just vanguard that doesn't have the set rewards track at the moment yes oh, and love likes the way they jingle in his pocket. It makes him happy. Every time that you rank up also with Crucible, and I'm guessing with Gambit as well, every time that you rank up, I think, a sub-level, you get an actual engram. So there's that track underneath um, or just above where you can pick up the bounties that will give you, like, the Pinnacle is one of them, and then you can get some enhancement cores. You get a shader as you progress along to... 2000 glory or whatever it is or valor but in the top right hand corner there's an actual engram for leveling up each time that you do get to a different stage so if you've been playing crucible or gambit go and check that as well because there'll be some engrams there you can pick up there i think that there are about 20 or 30 light lower than what your actual light is similar to how it was in the last couple of seasons every time you turned in tokens so you are still getting those token rewards from an engram yeah, that was that was real disappointing because I, I honestly didn't even notice it at first. Like on the crucible, like sort of in the upper right hand corner, that's sort of where like those those uh, engrams were being stashed. I had like three or four of them between crucible and gamut, and I picked them up. And yeah, it was like yeah, it was like thirty points lower than where I was. I'm like, this is nice, I guess. You're just giving me more stuff, but it's not useful stuff. So I don't know. You never know. It might yeah. be the god roll. No, I, I will never know because I just delete them immediately unless they're something particularly better than what I have. Even if it is the god roll. <laughs> I've, I've deleted so many god rolls, let me tell you. I'm sure I've deleted all the god rolls. 
Apparently, in Gamut, they've reworked the moat system for a more reliable gathering. But then saying that, I noticed this morning oh. when I was looking on Twitter that there was another issue that Respawn will get to later on. Mm. Uh, Iron Banner, they've removed the skill-based matchmaking list from the Iron Banner tooltip. So this was when you hovered over it. So they've removed that now because along with the rest of Crucible since June of 2020, yeah, it's connection. So it was it was skill-based, but it's now, yeah, it's always been connection since June. So yeah, they've removed that, that yeah, nasty little tooltip that was upsetting people. Yeah, so they oh, just yeah. lied to you. So yeah, to be clear, they haven't changed how Iron Banner works. They changed the sign on Iron Banner that was lying to you. Yes. And because what I found all... what I found yeah. funny this week was Respawn was playing Survival, getting ready for trials on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, Oh, you know, there's there's been a life count change in survival from six to four. And the respawn time has now changed from seven to five. And he was like, I haven't noticed anything. It's like really observant there. I mean, I, I, I hyper-focus in the game, dude. Uh, you of all people know that, man. I'll hyper-focus inside what I'm doing and just kind well, of... I was asking you... everything else. I said to you, how does it feel? Do you feel it better with the four lives now rather than six? And you were like, eh. what? I didn't even... I mean, it honestly didn't, right? I'm there to fight and kill. I was fighting and killing regardless of how many times I have to fight and or kill or die, <laughs> right? It, it doesn't change, you know? It's just... I mean, yeah, I guess overall the matches were shorter, but, you know, when you go from one match to the next, it all just kind of blurs anyway. So, honestly, I didn't notice. You know, I'm sorry if I wasn't, you know, like, giving you all this feedback. Oh, no, it's great. And yeah, yeah, it's game-changing. And thank God Destiny developers know what they're doing in 200-plus years experience or something. What are we talking about? The irony is that... Respawn mains a hunter and a warlock, and yet he's concerned with the titan aspects of the game, shooting and killing. Listen, <laughs> in real life, I'm also a marine. <laughs> and I used to play... Thank you for your service. I used to, well, no, this comes into oh. play because I used to play my hunter like a titan, and I wasn't doing very well in trials, and not trials, but in, in PvP. Definitely somebody we've heard before. Well, he hasn't. I'm telling him directly. Now the podcast can enjoy it in the full yeah. uncut respawn edition. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I think it was, was it you parody? I don't know who it was. I'll be honest with you. But somebody pointed that out like, hey, you're a Titan main, but you play like a, I'm sorry. Damn it. God. You're a hunter main, but you play like a Titan. And once I realized that, I was like, oh, yeah, well, I started to hold back and use mid, mid to long range fights and my game improved drastically so whoever reminded me of that you know thank you i appreciate it even if i don't remember you <laughs> even response stuttering works against him yeah <laughs> everything works against me too. so you like a guardian rises destroying the spider tank in the divide will now progress the director by 50 percent, and they fixed an issue where veteran accounts that start a new character could not progress or dismiss some tutorials Learn the game. Oh, learn the game. I'm trying yeah. to. I know the game. Schism. You don't. Fixed an issue where players could jump through a wall during Navoto vignette and block their mission progress. Cold Boot fixed an issue for veteran players playing the New Light quest that would cause the legendary weapon tutorial to persist through the entire mission. Risk and reward, the risk runner. So fixed an issue where play- the whisk one. The whisk one. He's hunting a wascally wascally. 
we're the West Corner. <laughs> we're sorry, guys. If you have a list, we're not making fun of you. You are. We're making fun of Demon. No, you are. Oh, I do. I do have a list. I do have a list, and I embrace it. Yeah, I have a list. Obviously, 108 episodes in. If you haven't noticed that I have a list, then who are you listening to? No, you. You have something else. <laughs> Fixed an issue where players with full energy weapon inventory slots would have risk on ascent to the postmaster upon pickup. Uh, the weapon now drops as an exotic engram during the mission, allowing players to clear the room in their inventories if they wish to pick up their risk runner immediately. And the Forsaken campaign fixed an issue where players would see a questful message when trying to start the Forsaken campaign, forcing them to find and pick up the quest at the, at the quest archives in the tower before proceeding. That nobody knows where it is, so they would never find it, never being able to progress their quest at all. <laughs> yes. Be that as it may, I have nothing to say in that regard. Oh. Well, you could. Speaking of... Go ahead, Joker. I always, I always seem to talk right as someone else starts. And that's right. We always do that. Shutting down. Yeah. That's, that's why we have multi-track recording, so it doesn't matter. Yay. Speaking of the Forsaken campaign, I think that when someone did a short video on this, uh, if you play the first mission of the, I know you probably can't do that anymore, the first mission of the uh, Season of the Hunt uh, seasonal campaign, and then while the Forsaken campaign is active, you have Aldrin Sov and Petrovinge in the same room staring at each other. <laughs> Very nice. It's, it's quite fun. That's got to be awkward as hell. I mean, if you make it. She's just standing over there in the corner with a hand on her knife, just watching Aldrin Sov talking to Spider. Yeah, because we still, in, in the lore, we still don't know who shot him, us or her. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Han. Don't, don't say things like this on the podcast, because you know Arf's going to come back and go, I told you this, stop being silly and making silly remarks. No, no, he, I'm pretty sure he even said it too. They never said who actually killed it. It's understood that we as Guardians killed her, but I'm pretty sure they've never specified who actually did it. And if I, I am wrong, Arf, I invite you to correct me probably again. I'm shot for like the 15th wish. No one knows. Right. Oh, it's it's just as bad as the seventh chest, the hidden chest in the Vault of Glass. You know that's going to show up now. You know that that seventh hidden <laughs> chest is going to show up in Destiny Two, and they go, "It was there all along, guys." Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was. Then, it, it's on the just roof. Get to it until now. Yeah. yeah. You just can get to it until now. It was just an area we uh, blocked off, and you couldn't get to it. Whoops. Yeah. Sad. Do we have a shout out section of the podcast where we can say, "Hey, thanks to this guy or that guy for uh, doing something"? If no. you're shouting me out, you can do that anytime. Just sort of no, it's not respawn. Something it, it, like... it needs to be respawn. Whoever like, it is, change it to respawn. Like I would like to shout out the people who we played in trials yesterday, who were actually like as competent as we were, and we actually stood a chance. Mm -hmm. uh, no, as no competent, trust. meaning as bad as we are. Right. That's the most underhead. Okay, go ahead. Finish parody. No, I mean, I mean, feel, feel, feel down to the appropriate level that we were. And over to Joker. Uh, yeah, I do have a couple. I do have a couple shout outs. So first one is to a uh, Sheltel05 and X Thanos X for getting me through my first ever Shattered Throne. And then running Prophecy with me on my Hunter to get some gear a couple nights ago. 
great time. I farmed out a couple catalysts. It was a lot of fun. <sighs> so great guys. No, I would. That's all. Your, your shout out is fine. I was sighing at the fact that. No, just if you're watching the stream, you saw what happened. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We don't we don't we don't worry about what respawn has happened to him. That's yeah. not important to the podcast. Yeah. No, it's not. That's why I, I just move on. But, but just know that every week it is important. This week, if you're watching or or if you find it on his Twitch stream later, this is the full experience. I want you to enjoy every all topic moment. <laughs> Yeah, so Listen, the guy, it's not that the, guy, the guys that we played in trials that we'd like to sh shout out, and we did thank them because they they were <laughs> on our skill level, and we we just about beat them. Are Velociraptor Plum or Pum, Mister Jambamba, and CDR BLY fifty fifty two. Thank you very much for our our solo win. <laughs> thank you for the other like normal group of people who said let's set foot in the trials this won't be you know 90 minutes of suffering and it yeah. was and you know what's going to be but yeah just yeah. you know it's nice to see other people also go in there to get their teeth kicked in all day but at least you get a you get a weapon out of it so respawn why Yo. don't you tell us about the destiny content vault and the cosmodrome Alrighty, that's on the top mm -hmm. okay because he's going to read the top right now no, I'm doing this right now. Ha ha ha! But you thought I was going to do something else, didn't you? All right, cool. Now I just got to find what you're talking about. Um, Cosmo. Okay, this season, two strikes from Destiny 1 are making their entrance to Destiny 2 through the Destiny Content Vault. So we have a quick update on our plans for the Cosmodrome from the development team. And this is from the dev team. Last summer, when we revealed our plans for Destiny 2 Content Vault, we were where we cycle out older, underused content to improve our ability to evolve Destiny 2. We also committed to periodically unvaulting legacy content, merging some of the best that Destiny 1 and 2 has to offer. That announcement included the reveal. There was a period there, by the way. That announcement included the reveal that the Cosmodrome would be returning. And that it would be fleshed out to roughly Destiny 1, Year 1 parody. Mm -hmm. Not you, parody. The other parody. Um, when we first shared our plans, we were still early in dev and uncertain how far we could go with locations added to the Year 1 DLCs. Or the awesome colony ship behind Sepik Slayer with the Taken King. Sorry for hitting the mic. What about all of the public patrol spaces? How much of Cosmo would you need in order to accomplish our goals having a great space to tell the new Guardian origin story while still giving veteran players a big dose of nostalgia via some updates to the Strike playlist? I need all the Cosmo and more. <laughs> um, let's... No, okay. <clears throat> so, as we approached Beyond Light's launch, it became clear that we had a choice to make. After returning all three of its original strikes, do we invest more time and resources into bringing Cosmodrome to D1 parity? Or do we switch our focus to building new experiences for year four and beyond? Given that we believed we had achieved our original goals and knowing the community team's desire for new content, we are, I'm sorry, we chose the latter option. But 
When we made that decision, we failed to properly update your expectations for how far the Cosmodrome experience was going to be extended, and that was a mistake. So, to clear things up, with the dev Devil's Lair and Fallen Saber strikes returning, we don't have any active plans to add more to the Cosmodrome than what is there will be then what is there we'll be focusing on new updates overall i just had a stroke what the hell we will continue to use the destiny content vault to drive variety in the live game in the future the cosmodrome was our first big push and later this year the vault of glass will return dun, da, da, dun. we share sorry we will share more later this year have you guys got any thoughts on that I love the Cosmodrome from D1, and it's a beautiful space. And as they said, nostalgic. I think I've spent maybe an hour there. <laughs> you played D1, right? It's, there's no, there's yes, yeah, yeah. I played D1. Okay. There's there's no reason to go there. There's no quests. There's no there's no missions. I I did delete. I deleted my Titan when Beyond Light dropped, and then I remade him so I could play the intro campaign. Well, it if you are going to delete something, that would be the one to delete. Delete the Titan. That's yes. right. But it, it, this, the, the new opening quest, which I do like Shahan and introducing him, but the new quest is very long and tedious. And once you're done, there's no reason to go back to the Cosmodrome. And was broken last season. Because I, I picked up the new light quest from the from the kiosk in the tower to play because I was curious because we talked about it on the show and I think Knight even had either played it or played it with his kids and so I was curious what the new light experience what your what the new you know D two experience was for people so I picked the quest line up and it is it is long and it feels a little tedious probably again because I've played this game for a billion years now <laughs> but it was also broken last season and when you got to the point where it was like go earn you know go play Crucible go. You know, play Gambit, earn earn a couple of engrams, and earn some infamy, valor, and it it just it, it didn't work. It just did not give you know. Yeah, it never it, it those were never earned valor. Yeah, so they fixed that this season. Like they were aware of it, they fixed it with the drop of this season. Yay. But it was irritating to be like, go play this quest. It's very broken, and now you've got two quests that you debate. And you go, do I want to delete these because I don't need anything out out of them, or do I want to play them through? And I I just left them and played them through, but. Yeah, it was it was definitely a good intro to the game where I feel like it should have been there to begin with. But yeah, to to the point of nobody knowing where the the kiosk is, there's a kiosk in the tower left of the postmaster that you can pick this up from. But nobody knows to go there because it's very hidden. What are your thoughts, Nineteen? I know you have. Fun. I I actually don't know what kiosk you're talking about. It's next to the oh, postmaster, no. to the left, to the postmaster. postmaster. Hang a left, walk straight. There's a kiosk. Down at the side really? of the stairs. Down at the side of the stairs there. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go check that out. Mm -hmm. That's where the year three Gallahorn is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I suppose I'm kind of with you guys on this, that it's very nostalgic being back there. It's really nice. But apart from doing the strike that we had, the Omnigal strike again, and the two lost sectors, and maybe going there to help my kids do various different missions when they're starting up their new light quest yeah it just seems it seems it seemed a good idea it seemed you know a good idea to bring it all back and just have it there but then i think they've come to the realization of why are we doing this why are we wasting time and effort in putting this all back when it's not integral to the story moving forward 
So I do get that, but then maybe they shouldn't have jumped ahead and gone, we're going to bring the whole of the Cosmodrome back and then get people's expectations up. Just say, we're bringing back some of the Cosmodrome. That's all they needed to say. And then they had free reign of how much they were going to bring back. And maybe we could have, you know, gone without it for uh, the beginning part of last season to have the Cosmodrome back and have it come back this season because the Battlegrounds are going to be taking place there next week. So it would have been perfect to drop the Battlegrounds next week and have us going back to explore the opening of the Cosmodrome with sure hand. So maybe you've put him on the other side of that wall so we couldn't go through to, you know, do the moth yards and everywhere else that's there and where all the planes are. So you could only go to certain parts. It was all blocked off. But then as this expansion over the next couple of weeks kind of opened up with the cabal invading and different things, it could have opened up slightly to then get a little bit more nostalgia and points of reference for new story, if you know what I mean. So it actually did play into it rather than it just kind of suddenly appearing. I think that might have been a little bit better. Yeah. Speaking of sure hands, the steady hand hand cannon for Iron Banner, what is the deal with that new meta-making gun? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you said sure hands, and I'm segueing into steady hands. Yeah, it's... You said Shahan, because that's the name of the guy. You said, oh, oh, you said Shahan. I heard sure hands. Oh, sure hands, yeah. The, the, the tricky British uh, pronunciation gets you every time. It's an old extra use through you. <laughs> I, I, my bad. I heard sure hands, and I thought, oh, well, I've been wanting to ask about the steady hand. Like uh... you subscribe to Houndish on YouTube to hit, get all of his all nine demons updates on his alter ego. So, oh my it's, well it's pardon a, pardon my hearing it's a decent it's a decent hand cannon but it's not a true prophecy and all the kids like it though all of them no all the kids like the true prophecy us ho- hardcoreers we, well, we they, hand, well, hang see, they can't prophecies. get the true prophecy so it's all about the steady hand no no it's back now i told you it's back you can yeah, get no, it. I was up until now hmm. i know i listen sorry we we can back. We can get back to the Cosmodrome. I saw a Segway and took it and failed the Segway. So back well, to no, the Cosmodrome. No, you no. haven't failed the Segway. We're in the Segway. What do you want to talk about with the hand cannon? <laughs> well, the Cosmodrome is no reason to go back to. So we're done with the Cosmodrome. We're all bored with it. Moving on to yeah. the hand cannon. Yeah. All about hand oh, cannon. Good. Uh, love you, Cosmodrome. Goodbye. Well, I just when the Iron Banner came up. Uh, that that was the hand can to get. I mean, I know you got it for the quest, but once you got it, you could farm rolls for it. And I was just getting killed like clockwork with that in the Crucible. It was so good. And people were instantly masterworking it with a good roll. My roll on it is not great. Mm-hmm. I think I've got Zen Moment and Iron Gaze or Iron Grip, one of the two. And it's good, but... Uh, it's just it, it's it's a three tap, and it's got amazing range, and people were just sniping with it. Yeah, it it seems to be the one twenties have all come up, and they're really good. It's a hand cannon. It's a crucible. What? It's a crucible hand cannon. Got him. <laughs> I del- I deleted all of mine. 
I, I've tried well, I mean, to that's, use it. That's, that's, that's very brave of you. I, I no, have tried not to brave. use it. He just can't, he can't be bothered. I'm sorry, Demon. We both interrupted you, dude. No, it's fine. Pardon. He's used Pardon. to it. Continue, sir. Just more children in his life that he has to deal with. That's all. <laughs> uh, Dipolar wants to add Bungie, please. No more hand cannons. We've had enough hand cannons. We're 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 long past. Bet you'll be super excited. The palindrome hand cannons coming back. Aren't we excited? <laughs> no. Which is. Back so many hand cannons, it's gonna be amazing. The hand cannon guys get the new hand cannon, it's a hand cannon. It's gonna be a 140, so it's not gonna be in the the the, the niche of the 120s. They're so. gonna tweak the meta, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be all all vault of glass weapons, all hand cannons, nothing but hand cannons. <laughs> You're gonna be able to run three hand cannon loadouts. That's the pinnacle experience of destiny. Nothing but hand cannons. No. Speaking of chosen things. Let's let's talk about the chosen one. So much chosen. The the one true chosen one who's come back to lead, us, to lead us against the cabal because we stepped into a war with them. Uh oh. Say it again. No, no, not that one. So so we're talking okay. about cho- choosing to fix things, choosing to, oh. to give us a little update, a little three point one dot yeah. one update coming uh, coming on Thursday. Oh, plot twist! Thursday, February fourteenth. Or sorry, February eighteenth. Today is the fourteenth. Numbers are hard, so yeah, Thursday. So basically, uh, two or three days after you listen to this, uh, we're getting an update three dot one dot zero dot one, or you know, whenever night even gets around to it, it might be up by the eighteenth. <laughs> we make no guarantees here. You get it when you get it, and you don't get upset. But you know what you do get on the seventeenth of February at ten a.m. Pacific, eighteen hundred UTC. Uh, Destiny is going to have some background maintenance about uh, at two p.m. Pacific, twenty two hundred UTC. Uh, your background menu is complete, so you don't have to care about that at all until they break something and kick you offline. But yeah, it could happen. February 18th at 8 a.m. Pacific or 1600 UTC. uh, We're going to have our maintenance for hotfix 3.1.0.1 beginning. And 45 minutes later, you're going to be kicked out of whatever you're doing. So don't start anything important because you're not going to finish it. 15 minutes after that at 9 a.m. Pacific, 1700 UTC. 3101 rolls out across all the platforms and all the regions and all the land, Simba. As far as the internet can reach, the update will be there. And you can log back into D2 at that time. Now remember, ongoing maintenance is expected to conclude an hour later, and that means all of your apps are offline, all of your APIs are not going to work, all those things you rely on in the game aren't going to function yet. At 10 a.m. Pacific, 1800 UTC, D2 maintenance is expected to conclude, and all your apps and things should be working again. Keep in mind, this the official Bungie app is on that list. It will also not work while maintenance is on, so you can't pick up your bounties from orbit. You have to go to the tower to visit the peoples. But again, expect the maintenance to go another couple extra hours, because games are hard and things don't work right. And uh, wh- so what are we getting in this hotfix? Why should we care? Well, your, sal- your salvager's salvo can now be reclaimed from your collections. Your vendor tooltip will no longer say they require trials tokens to rank up reputation. The Whisper of Callus Stasis Fragment will now properly grant damage resistance when standing near frozen enemies. Or frozen Whisper clients. of Callus. Whisper of Chains. Whisper of Change. Woo, wow. <laughs> the Whisper yeah. of Callus. The coming so, back. Some, some TLDR from Callus there, bud. <laughs> the Whisper no, of Callus. not TLDR. What, what, what's it called? Where they whisper sweet nothings in your ear. There's, there's an acronym for it. 
Come on, I don't know if there's an emote for it. Yeah, let's try that again. The whispering Stone. I saw that capital C. My brain just went callous. Clearly, that's where we're going. The Whisper of Chains stasis fragment will now properly grant you damage resistance when standing near frozen enemies and frozen clanmates. ASMR, that's what it is. Thank you. ASMR, some callous mm -hmm. ASMR. I don't think that's how that works at all, but sure. Swapping between the Challenger medallions or Cabal runes in the Hammer Approving will now refund the currencies used. Uh, Steam, you, you guys have some launch issues. Uh, apparently, when they when you know the game started, you know, they they released the update. Uh, you couldn't. So they're investigating the reports of people being unable to launch Destiny Two from Steam at all, and we'll provide more information if you are seeing this issue. Please send reports to the hashtag help forum so Bungie can try to figure out why Steam is broken and why you're no longer allowed to play Destiny 2. It's not because you're hunters. It's fine. I promise you. It's not because you're hunters. Boy. Uh, players should also be aware that the Beyond Light Season... I'm sorry. Beyond Light Plus Season Bundle and Destiny 2 Legendary Edition include a single season pass which will be applied to the account upon purchase. These bundles do not include more than one season pass. So presumably it's for the current season that you buy it for, not for the future seasons. And it wouldn't be an update without fixing some things and breaking different things. Sit back, relax, get ready. Remember how, how Bungie's like, we want you to go do things like, you know, raids or dungeon completions? Well, yeah. Cabal Goal will not be dropping from raids or dungeon completions. <laughs> <laughs> So just go back to you know go back to Gambit first and Crucible. And, and, yeah, don't don't do end game activity to get basic things. It's not going to work. Uh, nope. Sockhunting the hammer, approving prior to receiving a quest step. To do so will not complete the step. Players will need to resocket the hammer to progress. That's so wait awesome. for your teacher to explain the assignment before you begin the assignment. The barrier colossus champions in battleground behemoth may walk out of their barrier shields. Dude, right. I've seen that. Oh, so they're they're just huh? walking out. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. so I thought one of my teammates Wait. did something really cool, and like uh, one of the barrier champions popped his shield, and my teammate hit him with a titan shoulder charge and knocked him out of his shield. At least that's what it looked like from my perspective. But I guess he just walks out now? Is that is that how that works, huh? Yeah, yeah pretty much. He, he decided to take the titan route of, I'm going to pop the bubble and then step out of the bubble and think it's going to go well for me. Idiot. He should know it's not going to go well for him. But yeah, uh, yeah, they'll they'll pop their shield and then leave their shield I don't know why, because they have a death wish. Because I love that. Keep doing that, Bungie. That is not a bug. That is a feature, and I love it. Uh, the Ascendant Charge from Crucible and Gambit Ranks cannot be acquired with a full consumables inventory, even if there is room in your Ascendant Shard stack. So always keep a couple extra spaces so your Ascendant Charge don't go into the Abyss. Um, bad news if you're running the Bump and Run Sparrow. The back half of it is missing. What? What's so, You're just riding around on a nose piece. Uh, the, bump, the bump and run sparrow, which were I better oh, podcaster, I would tell you where it comes from or which sparrow it is. But it's the one that's missing the back half. So that's the one. Yeah. It's the one sitting in that yard up on blocks. That's the sparrow. Uh, the world. I think it's the one from the season of the hunt starter pack. Sure, we'll go with that. I don't know. <laughs> the warlock loosens night universal aren't. Ah, the Warlock, Lucent Knight, Universal Armor Ornaments disappear from the Appearance tab of Armor when equipped. So it's a terrible ornament. It says Christmas Ornaments at the bottom of the box that got crushed. Uh, I think as we mentioned either in conversation or maybe last week, the Dune Marcher's Linear Actuators perk no longer activates. 
So uh, don't run Dune Marchers. They no longer Dune March. They just regular March, and it's very disappointing. Yep. And it's um, not even in cadence. It's not in step. It's really, really bad. Yeah, no, it's it's some sort of dubstep. You have to wait for the base to drop. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, hey, Respawn, if you're missing multiple armor mods, including your hand cannon targeting, uh, it's missing from some player's inventory. Probably with the back half of that sparrow. They had it in, in, in the in the saddlebags, and it's just gone now. <laughs> they're in this. Yeah, they're in that sparrow. Probably. As soon as we find one, we find the rest. But yeah, did you guys notice that uh, there is no shotgun ammo finder? W whatever we had on our um, thing last season for, for the cost of one for shotguns, not only is it not here with this season, but it just doesn't exist. Because it's missing from players' inventories? No, no, it just doesn't exist. We looked it up. It doesn't exist. That's why they had it on the um, the season pass last season, because, you know, hmm. they never bothered to make one. That season pass, damn it, our trinket, our... Please don't take that as gospel, anybody. We don't want to hear... Just get in touch with him on Twitter, if he's wrong. No, I, I am, of course, wrong. I'm always wrong. No one responds in real life, R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E, and tell him how he's wrong in the chat. Well, I'll continue to tell him that the 14th... Oh, God, the 14th Amanese... Which apparently can be a okay, so no, it's the ornament for the Helm of Saint 14. Apparently, you can also put it on the Kepri Sting now. I'm really curious how the helmet ornament on the arm wait yeah that's an arm so, piece yeah so if you have the 14th cnm anemone for the uh the helm of same 14 try to put it on the kepri sting let me know how it works out for wait. you i want uh, you to try to say that again please just say it again the 14th cnm i'm not i, I can't a a m a m n e s <laughs> however you say that word which i'm <laughs> oh I'm blacking out i can't breathe Oh god. The mantle of guys, let, let's take a moment for the mantle of remembrance. <laughs> Ornament that can show if it's been applied to the Aeon Swift, but it's god, the Aeon Swift, but it's actually for the Shinobu's bow. What is That's what is happening? Awesome. So, okay. I don't know. But I think is it's it... funny that oh Demon is still working on one hour of sleep after three days and we are the illiterate one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let's step, step up for lip. He is holding it together. We are just disasters. Yeah. Okay, so to recap, we have a Helm of Saint 14 ornament you can put on the Hunter's Kepri Sting arms. Uh, we have the Mantle of Remembrance ornament that can be applied to the Aeon Swift, but it's actually for the Shinobu's vow. No, but they're and, showing that they can be applied, not that you can actually uh, apply. it shows it can be applied. Well, that's very shows that it can be applied. See, once again, the man on an hour sleep, absolutely crushing it. Absolutely carrying us through this trials run of a podcast. Uh, st step two of the decrypting darkness quest will not grant you a free umbral engram when being completed on a second character. This is intentional, so don't do it. Uh, or do it. Oh, hey, did you respawn earlier in the, yeah. earlier in the podcast? Did you yeah. happen to uh, to hit an anteater error code when your uh, your game was failing? There are no, black screen. I didn't get any code. It just it just went oh. away. Yeah. Well, I was watching your your feet at the time, and it, it did it did say anteater. So, uh, oh, did it? Oh, okay. They are inves investigating an increase. Didn't even notice he's kicked out. They're, they're investigating. No, I didn't get kicked out. I just, I just restarted it. I guess while I was restarting, the anti code popped up. Anyway, continue, yeah. Barry. 
Yeah, so they're investigating the increase in anteater error codes. So if you're running into those space anteaters, they're looking into it. Uh, the Vanguard 8 Bounty Challenge sometimes does not award brightest on completion because you've been bad and you don't deserve it. And the C-A-D-U-C-E-S, Cadus? Yeah, go with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. That ornament. Cicadas? Cicadas? Some, yeah, I was thinking cicadas too. Yeah, the cicada ornament, sometimes uh, it shows it can be applied to the Aeon Soul, but it's actually for the Ophidian aspect. And the Eyes of Tomorrow is doing less damage than intended. So everyone who is screaming on Reddit, who made their YouTube videos about the Eyes of Tomorrow getting nerfed, and this is a... It's a bug. It's a bug. Yeah. Relax. 50% less damage than it should be, guys. But it's still doing a lot of damage, which is crazy. Because if it's doing this much damage now, I want to see what it's doing when it's not bugged. So, so you're just limited to using every other rocket launcher in the game, you poor, poor people. That and has that, been buffed. Yeah, and that's our list of known article, known issues. Uh, again, if you're having these issues, go to the help forum, let Bungie know. If you're seeing, if you're seeing the codes where you can't uh, load the game at all on Steam, let them know, and they will, you know, the more data helps them figure out why you can't play the game. Yeah. Now Respawn's going to bring a knife to a gunfight. Is it? <laughs> Am I? I don't know. There's movie of the week. They, they have knives and gunfights, and there's there's a lovely uh, Destiny fan film that I, I expect Respawn's full, you know, review on. Oh, that was good. Uh, oh, was it? Oh, I got to watch it then. Uh, there's also... Yeah, uh, you, you need to watch it. Okay. Uh, Respawn, I'm sorry, you have to be the Warlock Master Race now because I believe I the, the throwing knife only eighth column. I think he's the Warlock Master what? Race. What? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's the Warlock Master Race and you have to give it to, to Benji. Yeah, you so mean, the, he's the Hunter Master Race, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the other um, clip of the week. Uh, yeah, the throwing knife only eighth column. He's the Hunter Master Race. I'm sorry, that's just how it is now. No, I'm still the hunter master race. He's just a better hunter, right? You don't have to be the best in the field to be the leader of that field. Okay, I just I, know how to lead true. people. Um, okay, so he's the leader of all the hunters. You're just leader of some of the <laughs> Oh, shut up! <laughs> and then Destiny would like to remind you: you can get a sweet messenger pulse rifle by suffering through crucible to get the three win reward, which is the pulse rifle. Which by the time this comes out, uh, trials will be over, and there'll be something else to get next week. But just keep in mind: your three win reward. Is you can get just from a, a, a bounty from Sam fourteen, so you don't have to yeah. do well. You just have to play for about an hour and a half, hour to an hour and a half is all it takes, and you get your reward, and then you never have to think about trials again. No, it would have taken less time if we didn't have to wait for Faffy Boy to stop faffing about in the tower, going backwards and forward, going, <laughs> "Do I need this gun? Do I need that gun? What bounties do I need to pick up? What do I need to do?" We got on half an hour early, and this is going back to last week where. Originally, it's, it was a joke. We said, oh, you know, we'll play Trials for your birthday parody because it's coming back. Yeah. We had, seriously, we, I don't think we had any intention of jumping into Trials nope. until we saw the Twab and we saw that the Messenger was back this week and you could get it on the three-win reward for completing the bounty. And the Messenger is a very good weapon, very good pulse rifle. So it was like, uh, okay, you've twisted me on, Bungie. We'll go into trials so you guys don't have to, and we will endure it and give you a report on it. But we did have to wait through half an hour of 
faffing about in the tower from respawn of i wasn't I've even in the tower my, no i, I wasn't updated. even in the tower my oh. xbox was on but my i had to download almost 11 gigs of updates on my xbox i you wasn't in the, the game at all i was just before. in the chat with you guys because i didn't think we were doing it until i got the message no, and then I'm like, we oh. communicated several days before. You were practicing the night before because I was talking oh, to you the night dude, before. Because so I you got home Friday evening, and we did this Saturday morning. When you got home and you were practicing in your little in your comp, you could have clicked the button and gone, "Oh, I might need to update something." No, not a no. thing. No. <laughs> so yeah, we. He doesn't speak to us console peasants anymore. He's gone full PC master race now. That's he doesn't speak to us people. That's true. I still play console. That's why I did the thing with you guys. But but just because you guys were all like, oh, you're going to use that as an excuse, huh? Even when I was talking to Fusco, because Fusco and um and uh, Pale Rider were both like, so how was it? And I just started off with, so I had to play on Xbox, and I don't have the new Xbox. So 30 frames with half the screen real estate. And even Fusco, who always takes a shot at me, goes, oh, that had to be rough. I'm like, yeah! Yeah, it was! You know? It took me like five five games to get acclimatized to the whole lack of screen real estate and, oh, I don't know, frames. Right? Yeah. No, no, I, I completely understand. Yeah, but there's something worth, it is worth mentioning that like, you know, because we were always sort of curious because I'm on a, you know, a one X, you're on a one X, and then 19 minutes on the new hotness Xbox Series X mm-hmm. one double plus good French edition mm-hmm. that comes with free croissants. And it was interesting because you know, you're you're basically playing you're basically playing the PC version to our Xbox version yeah. with your extra frames and your extra things, and you were actually noticing, you know, what was it like the the you know, like jitter and, and stutters and things? Whereas um, yeah. it looked you yeah. know looked the same to me, and it, other than respawn playing you know with one eye shut and an arm tie behind his back spec wise you know was you know the game was running fine but it was running actually worse for you on the new stuff and of course i don't know what you know what our components were playing on but i thought that was interesting that like you were actually sort of almost penalized for using the better console in the game so i wonder do we and we may have covered this for gibby i don't know if if they ever said like what happens when you're on just a flat-out better console in a pvp game type against people who are not where it tries tries to match you does it does it bring you down does it you know how does that work and clearly the answer seems to be not very well. no, yes yeah, like something weird's happening with it because compared to when we we played trials the first week that they ever brought trials back and we went in just for a bit of fun that was quite fluid we were all on normal xboxes xbox series x's and i think you were originally on you were on your original xbox back then weren't you parody your xbox one the 360 or whatever no no just the original <laughs> xbox one yeah. not a 360 but and that was quite fluid there was no i mean we, we that was good games yeah but well, then play, play, playing yesterday quality wise games we still got sound but yeah the game yeah. worked as intended <laughs> the, the game worked as intended but what i was finding yesterday was when i was trying to do a headshot with le monarch normally i find I can hit those headshots pretty decent. But what we're seeing on, on the opposition was they were juddering slightly to the left or to the right, and I was missing the headshots. And, you know, you could say that was just me missing headshots. Okay, fine. But then when I was dead and then I was watching these two running around like headless chickens, 
it was literally like they were juddering all over the place and the enemies were juddering all over the place and i couldn't tell who was actually you know one point you know there was one person in front of you and one person behind you and then there was nobody and it was it was really weird to to actually watch that and i don't know whether it was because of the new systems and we were playing you know across the pond with different connections but i, I wouldn't guess it was that i think it, it has something to do with the fact that i'm on the higher xbox and maybe there is a a compensation that it does with trying to get us all kind of in sync because he's got to somehow either bring me down or you guys up somehow. It's got to bring you down because, okay, so you said when you play uh, Crucible, you're at 120, right? Yeah. You're literally running four times faster than we are, spec-wise. Four, right? So it has to slow you down or something because otherwise you basically like freaking see into the future. You know? (laughs) But I know the thing that I notice is that I've played comp and I've played comp quite regularly over the last couple of weeks and I can hit those headshots with the monarch because no problem whatsoever. There's no juddering, there's no issues. It was only when we got into trials that there was seemed to be an issue. And I, as I said, I don't know what the issue is because even then, me playing in comp, I'm not always going to be guaranteed to be playing against other people that are on the Series X or other people on my team are on the Series X, there's obviously something in Trials that there's some kind of issue. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm super curious if other people have had that similar experience. Yeah, because it was was super weird. Yeah, I don't know. Just something something to note, because I'm really curious, again, as we get towards crossplay, how that's going to, you know, PvE, who cares? But PvP how that's going to work and what they're going to do to make it, you know, functional and fair and whatever for everybody playing it. Mm. I just, I I just really enjoyed, I have to say, I really enjoyed the whole, I got the whole breadth and width of the respawn emotions yesterday in trials from, (laughs) from like the lowest low, like, why am I here? These guns don't work. This is terrible to, I am a God bow before me. Like just in about 45 seconds, just I didn't say the God part, but I did go, I am the best at this video game ever. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just, just, just the absolute high and low. I just really, really appreciated that, you know, within a match from getting stomped to actually winning around because we found people, you know, more or less matched up like us. You know, after you yeah, left, we, we, we won two stops. rounds after you left, believe Ooh. it or not, but we Ooh. couldn't win the third. And did you did you watch the video to see why we didn't win the third? Uh I didn't watch any video at all. Okay. I was so working. so um, here we go. She's gonna blame we had me two wins. We had two <laughs> wins and a clean card. Well, Let me well, say this again. Two wins and well, a was, clean card, right? And then demons are like, oh, we, were the we can do this. We got this, guys. Um, and immediately you just heard me go, no, you didn't. So, so you Durianda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just immediately. I'm just like, why? Why the? F- why Why would you do that? Step one, why would you do that? never be the Durian and say, we got this, guys. Because yeah, to be honest, I that's think what I've said it. I, th- I think I've said it enough times now that it's slowly becoming a night demon and <laughs> not a jury in them. That's probably yeah. fair. Although I don't know. I feel like the number of times he said that in Vault of Glass and then the number of hours we were then in Vault of Glass after that point where you go, hey, buddy, remember like two hours ago when you said mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. we're still on this encounter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and when it, and, and uh, I'm okay. not overly superstitious by any means. You know, I am religious, but I'm not superstitious. Same unless... Way. 
unless it comes to destiny, right? There are things you just do not say in destiny until the thing that you're doing is already done. And the main thing is we've got this. That is that is the unholiest thing you can say in this video game, and it gets you banned from servers. I know this because it's happened. I just want to say the Night Demon on an hour of sleep is still a better Trials player than I will ever be. <laughs> That's fair. No, he he did a great job, man. He did a great job carrying us, and then I popped off a couple times, and then Golden, dude, Golden did really good a couple of times, and then completely threw it like three or four times after that. But it's not That's his true. fault he threw it. It's your fault for saying we got this. No. That, sounds, that sounds like the parody gaming system. You, you, it, you do. You have one good game where you're you're good once, and then you just screw up the rest of the time. You, you, you just know, can't help laughing. You know, he's got both <laughs> reses in front of him and a shield, but he doesn't want to res us. He starts popping around the side of the shield to take out the other three players that are coming towards him. It's like <laughs> he's got three. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that that was fun. It, it's it, it just it just cracked me up though. Like you know, we, we step into trials. You know, you know, week week one, day one, our first match, and we are you know, none of us are trials players. You know, none of us are. We're all I'll say you know, middle of the road PvP players mm-hmm. on our best day. Night Demon may be a little bit better. Respawn PC might be a little bit better, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am I am I am right at a you know point eight to one oh maybe on a good day players. Day one. We step into trials. What's our first match against? Flawless guys. The clan of the Lighthouse Boys. Mm-hmm. All decked out in trials gear. And I'm like, Bungie, this, this right here, I can give you a 45 second intro on why nobody plays trials. Yeah. Crap like this, you step in yeah. and your first match is against you know, the flawless gods of the Lighthouse. And you're like, oh, it's like loading into, into, into Gambit and your first match is against one guy on the other team and his name is just the Drifter. Yeah, like, right. Why, why am I here? Like clearly, I, this is not going to go well for me. Why? Why have I even signed up for this pain? And what's and the, even worse, the, the answer is you know ninety minutes of suffering to get the the week three drop, which is the only reason ever to step into trials. Whatever the, yeah. the, the or not the week three, the three win drop. At least they gave you that bounty, so you can just go and get destroyed for about ninety minutes. You know, a little less if you actually manage yeah. to win one, and at least you get something out of it. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, there is no reason ever to step into that match again. You know, after that hour, no. You ignore it until, you know, the summoner comes up or the shotgun or whatever gun you happen to want in the armor. I'm sorry. Other than looking cool, who cares? It's not worth it. It's not worth it to go in every week. And, you know, it, it was interesting to go back into trials to see what it was like, seeing as we've had a, a great period of time of people either quitting the game and not sticking with it and people complaining that there wasn't anything in trials. So it was interesting to go back and see now they've put something quite tangible that a lot of people would actually like to get at the three war, three rewards or just doing the bounties to see what the player base was like. And I think Perry summed it up quite easily. With the fact, yeah. yeah, effectively, that we went up against the, the, the Lighthouse Boys on our first card, on our first game. And it was like, you were dying inside. It was like, seriously, this... I know it's our first card. It's they obviously weren't on their first card of the weekend. You know, but there was a whole day had gone past before we started playing. But it was like, it was demoralising to be honest. It, it, it was enjoyable because we were playing together and we were just having fun and we would we were just in there to get the bounties done. 
and try and get a win. But when you come up against the trials players that are just bouncing all over the place and just in your face and 10 times above your skill level, it, it makes no sense because that's why I feel that there isn't a player base for trials. And that's why you'll find that towards the end of the seasons, it is just the, the hardcore people that just stay in there and they moan that the fact that they're just playing each other. There's no fresh blood coming in. Yeah, I think... and you know, that's what they were complaining about. Oh, oh, skill-based matchmaking, I'm always playing against the same people. Well, connection-based matchmaking, you're always playing against the same people because nobody else wants to deal with that crap. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we we couldn't have like written a script better than to say, hey, we, we're just going to hop into trial, you know, pl- have a laugh, play for the weekend. And yeah, the Lighthouse Boys as your clan on the first one. You know, of course, fully decked out in trials. You're like, couldn't have couldn't have written the script better to say Bungie, this is why nobody does this yeah this is why there's you know you might go in and play for your hour to get your your three win reward from the the bounty and then never again because there's, yeah. there's no reason to like i think i think of those where we played 10 12 different teams whatever that was one of them you know one round we won because it was you know or you know set of rounds we won because it was against people of our skill level and once or twice we won one round out of five, maybe. Yeah. Like, but other than that, it was just just not even close. Like, we would get a kill, like maybe one or two kills total in the full round of five, but like it was not anywhere near close. And it's like it, it's just it, the the gap there is just ridiculous. And to build yeah. up what Paradise was not even a chance to get better. Like, it's not even like you can ramp up. It's not even like we're all five wins or going for our seventh win. It's one win. Right day one out of the gate yeah. you know there, there is no there is no incentive to try to get better when it just immediately you're up against the raid boss before you even see an ad yeah <laughs> pretty much and in case you guys didn't pick up on it he didn't directly say it but not only are they wearing like trials gear but they all had the flawless emblem right so it's not like they just came in there you know they get their you know weekly trials gear and then that's it and they just have trials gear. no these guys had flawless emblems and here we are little old us with probably 20 games under our career belt for freaking trials going up against these guys (laughs) you know it's it's, it was nowhere near balance and Bungie's all like oh well we're gonna do connection and card-based matchmaking well if the really super good guys just go in there kill everyone then reset their card now we're on the same card (laughs) you know yeah anyway yeah you know, not, not not trying to talk trials to death, but since we actually, you know, step foot into it and can have firsthand experience of it being terrible, you know, we yeah. share it with you so you don't have to. But the thing but, is, you, you know, us, us as players in Crucible, we're not a below average skill players. We're not players that have only just jumped into the game. We've been playing this game for quite some time. We know what the metas are. We know what weapons. We know how to handle ourselves in a 1v1. We know how to handle ourselves in a 1v6 in normal kind of Crucible. I mean, last season I went up to uh, four thousand in competitive. I'm trying to get better at, at the skill, but the difference between uh, normal control, Iron Banner, then jumping into comp, and then trials, there there's different metas, there's different skill levels and skill ceilings for each game mode, oh, yeah. and and there's different strategies too, like like yeah. In- like in, in, in trials, right? What you want more than anything else is to get that first pick, right? And yeah. once you have that first pick, you rush in and just finish the other two off, you know, ideally. 
So, I mean, it, it, nowhere else in any Crucible are you looking for just that first pick and, and then, you know, basically whoever gets the first pick wins kind of scenarios, you know? So. Mm. But what I'm saying is we're not, we're not bad players. We're not, you know, the worst players, but we've got decent KDs in the game mm-hmm. in, yeah. in playing Crucible. And I, maybe I not that... after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, guys. I, I mean, the KD doesn't really matter. But what I'm saying is we're kind of decent players. All in yeah. all, you know, maybe lacking in communication of call outs and things, but you know, that comes oh. with time and practice. But hey, he's know. over there as a perfectly good call out. Thank you. Yeah, he's behind you. <laughs> well, <laughs> he was behind you, and it was a good call out, right? <laughs> it's not my fault. But I, I'm no, gonna you go know, it's not a good call out. He shot me. Who, where <laughs> that tells me nothing you know anyway but no okay back back to that point and that's this gonna be the last i say of it i still stand by what i said before about you know if you don't like it get better right and in saying so i was talking to the guys and i'm like you know what i think i'm gonna play trials more just so that i can get at least decent at it so that they don't just rick roll all over us every time we play so you know i mean that part i guess is 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 for me, yeah, that's going to encourage me to play more and get better. But it it doesn't make me feel good to know that this is our conversation. Or not conversation. This is our competition. That's mm. rough, man. It's absolutely rough. I mean, one of the things that, that really kind of... I think I, I've, I've either heard in other places or listened on, like, seen in YouTube videos of it, is the snowball effect with the supers. Now, when we did have a chance against other teams and we could see that maybe they were slightly better than us, but if we kind of really tried hard, we could actually get that win in that round. Anyway, what we found was that they may get the first couple of rounds and then we kind of got the feel for the other team and we maybe won the next one, but then their supers would then snowball because yeah. they, they generated, they were super. alive longer. Yeah. They were alive longer you and, know, the, and they got more kills and, or they, you know, got the supers up faster but you know what i mean it's just like in those next two rounds if somebody pops a super and they tag all three of you that's it you're out there's no revives nothing so it only takes them to kind of win two rounds to get a good good enough super or good enough energy to build up a super that they could then lose the next two rounds but then just come back with three supers one one after each other and just wipe you out and i honestly think that possibly taking supers out of trials would make it a better game mode because it would be about the gameplay. It would be about the gun skill, be about the positioning. It wouldn't necessarily be about, oh, okay, I've I've held back long enough or I've got enough picks that I can I've got enough super or I've got my armor spec'd out to hundred percent intellect that I've got the super ready within the second game that I can then help snowball the effect. I I, I see that as tactics, the same with the sword peaking. It's all kind of tactics and I do see that. But I think if you want to get average players to come into the game mode and give them a little bit of a fighting chance, maybe take supers out. Because... Either that or have like a, a sub game mode, right? Like you have your normal trials with everything, you know, enabled, and then you have, you know, weapons only trials, something like that. But then you're, again, then you're splitting the player base and they don't mm. want to do that. It's, it's already, a, okay. it's already a small player base. Yeah. I mean, although if it would actually grow, if you would sort of have like a farm league system, you know, if you would grow people into that, you know, like sub trials game mode. And, and honestly, I guess that's sort of what, you know, uh, was elimination is now like that's sort of the point of trials. 
or you know to be like a practice for trials it's sort of the more or less the same game type it's just but there's no yeah there's just no reason to do it but yeah anyway and i'm going to go back to what i said a couple of months back that i do believe that there should be a kind of lighthouse protection for new players coming into the game and thinking about it where if you do have somebody like us that have gone in this week we haven't been to the lighthouse we should not be playing other people that have been to the lighthouse for this weekend this week anyway so on your account or your your whole across your whole account if you have been to the lighthouse that week and you're taking your second character or you're just going back on your normal main character to open the chest again you should not have to fight against you know newer players coming in the newer players should have a fighting chance to get actual other players that are trying to get to the lighthouse and i see that as yes maybe splitting the player base but once you've most of these guys have been to the lighthouse that you well, end it's up also playing better than just losing the player base entirely <laughs> i think no. it would it would increase the player base because you would ha- then see that yes maybe you might go up against that weekend those trials players haven't been to the lighthouse yet and it's their first game but then subsequently after that you might have more of a chance of meeting other people maybe not of your skill level maybe higher but it gives you a better chance at maybe improving and learning the maps rather than just being stomped on and you know you actually do have a fighting chance and it wouldn't hurt those players that have actually been to the lighthouse because they are playing other people that have been to the lighthouse in the end ultimately that's it all kind of boils down to mainly apart from like the first couple of games where it is just kind of cannon fodder us guys so I see it as that it's kind of a win-win situation. Those guys will still be able to go to the lighthouse. will still be able to play against other people that have gone to the lighthouse. But then other people that haven't been to the lighthouse may have just that, you know, that little bit of extra skill to get themselves to the lighthouse that week. But then if they want to continue on their second and third characters or on their main character and go back and see if they can do it again, they're then put into the bigger loop pool of, oh, these are the trials players. These are the guys that that we need to aspire to and i I think that is probably going to be one of the best solutions for the game mode is because you want to get more people in there you want to entice more people and you don't want to put them off with they're just going to be stomped you know first game first round it's it is demoralizing for other players and that's why i I sent a message to the guys that we beat saying you know thank you for the win because we've been here for an hour just trying to get this (laughs) this bounty progressed and (laughs) was that the game that i lost my mind and popped off or was that after parody left no yeah i think that was the game that you were just messing about yeah you got really excited that yeah okay (laughs) but it was it was actually nice to actually play against people It, it was an actual competition not a slaughter fest yeah, yeah, it was. I think it was win. five three, five three to us, wasn't it? But it was a kind yeah. of back and forth. We won one, they won one. We won the second one, they won the next one, and it was kind of back and forth. And it was a nice, enjoyable game. Like you know, these guys were fighting; they were fighting for their life, and we were fighting for our life. But it was enjoyable, and it was something to accomplish. And it was, it was. We could tell that we were getting better as a team. We lost it the second game, you know, that we came up against the other trials guys. But you know, it did help in that instance. Yeah. No, that was that was definitely raising morale when you actually have yeah. competition. Like if it was a close game and then we lost, I wouldn't feel bad, right? But when you just get completely one-sided, you know, I was so afraid, honestly, because because of like trials like PTSD. I was afraid that they were actually trolling us, right? And they were going to let us get the four wins or whatever and then just completely dominate. <laughs> you know, 
I was convinced that that's what we were about to experience and it didn't happen. And I was real happy that, you know, we were actually going against somebody that was, you know, a team, not a team. Yeah. Uh, a, yeah somebody that we could actually fight, you know? So yeah. Mm. Three people who also said, let me go in and at least get my messenger out of the Ingram. Not because I think I'm going to go to the lighthouse and do well. Right. Flawless. <laughs> so apart, apart from that, Joker, you had some uh, hot topics that you want to discuss on the show. Yeah. So is it a Joker rant or is it a, a respawn rant where he's just going to interrupt Joker's no, thoughts? No, 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 no. No. As a matter of fact, I'm going to mute my mic so you can't hear me. This is all you, but. <laughs> He's going to pre-interrupt you Thank before you. you even speak. So, you know, do you get the full experience? The floor is yours, Joker. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for muting your mic, Respawn. We all, our appreciation of you went up about a fourth of a meter. Respawn, rank up. presses. Ha-ha. Stop the presses and cue the music. Night Demon, please don't fade me out. It's time for Joker Does Not Jest. The Monument to Lost Lights was an addition to the Beyond Light uh, content that dropped on November 10th. This tower vendor allows you to pick up legacy pinnacle weapons and old exotics from past Destiny 2 expansions for a minimal cost. Now, I've only been in the game for about two years, but I know that some of these quests for these really good exotics were hard and when i mean hard i mean hours of frustrating back and forth grinding through quests i'm looking at you thorn i'm looking at you ace of spades i'm looking at you izanagi's burden which i can now buy with planetary materials one of the easiest things to get in the game yes i know there's ascendant shards but you run a couple nightfalls you go to banshee 44 and buy them it's easy i've bought about six really good exotics that I was right smack dab in the middle of hard quests to get for months before Beyond Light came out, and now all I have to do is just go to the tower and buy them. I and everyone else who was playing before Beyond Light grinded to get these things. And some of them I did. Like for Ace of Spades, for Sleeper Stimulant, for uh, Polaris Lance. I grinded those out. I played those missions. I, I soloed most of the hard content there because I didn't have any friends to play with. And now, anyone who's out there, a new light player, can come into the tower and buy up all of these exotics that I worked for without doing a single bit of the work. It is less satisfying overall to watch a new light player go in, buy the thing that I worked for, and just say, oh, aha, you got it from this? You got it from all that? I got it from 30 seconds ago just buying it. Like, why did I do all that work when I could have just waited and bought everything I needed? This is not a pay-to-win game, I hope. There's also the factor of less experience. Some of those missions, like the Outbreak of Perfected and the Whisper, were lore-ridden and wonderful to play. They were, they had beautiful skyboxes, they had great encounters, there were cool parts of the game. I mean, goodness, the final boss of the Zero Hour mission was called Loyal to Aramis. Beyond light hint? I think so. 
<sighs> I just I am so frustrated by the fact that in a non-pay-to-win game, some of the best exotics, including raid exotics like Leviathan's Breath, not sorry, not Leviathan's Breath, Anarchy, bleh, you can now just buy, and it's what everyone uses in raids. Bungie, I don't know if you just don't care about old content and want to move on to new content. If you do, that's fine. But don't just give us all of these really good exotics that people now feel were useless to do because you can now just buy them. And if you're lazy and just didn't want to do anything about these old exotics, that's on you, Bungie, and that's disappointing because... We wanted more from you when it came to content, and there's been a lot of uh, talk about how Beyond Light didn't have the content that we expected it to have and dropped a lot of the content that we loved. And when it comes to the things that can kill you fastest, you should have put more effort into making sure that those were balanced across all the players rather than just the people who had the materials and not the people who earned it. I've also seen an increase in PvP. Now, I know that everything's game in PvP, and if you have the weapon, you use the weapon. But over on the PC side, think about this. A new light cheater who comes in with his cheats comes in, sorry, before Beyond Light, he came in with minimal knowledge and his cheats. He was able to use the aimbots, use the wall hacks, and pretty much beat everyone in Crucible. Well, now, not only does he have that, but he can go to the tower, buy up Felwinter's Lie, the pinnacle PvP shotgun that all Titans love to run at you with, and shotgun you to death with wall hacks. Bungie, you are giving cheaters not just easy access to cheats, because your anti-cheat stinks, but you're giving them pinnacle exotics and PvP weapons. I don't know how you didn't see this coming, that you're just, you're feeding the fire. You are feeding the fire of both cheaters and people who are tired of your lack of effort and content. I also have a question to ask. The Shadowkeep seasonal weapons, so that's like Fourth Horseman, Ariana's Vow, uh, Symmetry, uh, Tommy's Matchbook. Why do they have now have to be bought? I could play the game during Shadowkeep and earn those exotics through the season pass. Why do I now have to buy them? I didn't have to buy them before. What changed? What went into effect that, oh, some of you earned this weapon by just playing the game? Good for you. You who didn't, well, you now have to buy it. Why can't I just earn it through playing the game like before? Like back in D1, you used the weapons you wanted to use and it upgraded them. Institute that now like a catalyst. If you want the weapon, you have to play like for Tommy's Matchbook, you have to play with auto rifles. You play with auto rifles, you rank up to get the Tommy's Matchbook back if you didn't already have it. (sighs) this has just been really frustrating to me in that all of the work and effort and time and soloing that I did to get these exotics, I didn't have to do. I just needed to wait until they were all pay to win, buy them up, and then use them now. 
this also ties into the fact that our quest tab went from about a max 63 quests, which is what I had. I always had about 63 quests in my tab. I have, I think, eight now. Bungie, where are your quests? Where are the hours of fun that I could go to any planet and there was something to do there? There's now nothing to do. There's, yes, the new seasonal stuff, but beside that, Tangled Shore, not really anything. Dreaming City, yeah, there's some patrol stuff in the Blind Well, which is pretty good. But other than that, not really anything. The EDZ, yeah, you've got the Harbinger activity, if that's still around, because I didn't have Season of the Hunt. Uh, but other than that, not much reason. Cosmodrome, as we already said, guys, there's nothing really there. There's will be the new Battleground activity, but that's still seasonal, and that comes and goes. Really, the only things that you can go to in this game now and feel like you're doing something is Europa, the tower, and any place where there's seasonal activity if you have the season pass. Bungie, work on your content, and for goodness sakes, don't just give us exotics. Find a way to reinstitute them into the game. Thank you for listening to my very long non-jesting rant. And now back to the regular scheduled programming. Okay. So I've got a couple of questions for you regarding that. Sure. And probably sure. a, a couple of statements as well. The thing is, Bungie and no other players are taking away your accomplishments of you earning those weapons. There are probably stories. There are good stories and bad stories of how you got those. I mean, we have to hear endlessly how Respawn didn't get the eyes of tomorrow for 39 attempts. But he's got a story behind that. And it's not a good one. <laughs> but it's a story. Yeah. But you at least have something to reminisce on. But that's the thing and Nobody's taking that away from you and the time that you've used that weapon before everybody else was able to buy that weapon from a kiosk now i can agree with you that maybe bungie shouldn't have just plunked them in a kiosk there should have been some other way to earn those but nobody's taking away what you did to earn that weapon and you should be proud of that and you know we know well you know and that's all that matters it doesn't matter whether somebody rocks up at the no, tower no, on the day no, one and, somebody uh, else no. knows his accomplishments no it, i no nobody's knocking nobody's knocking nobody's knocking his accomplishment no nobody's knocking his accomplishment i do i do agree with him however the, the point the thing is if somebody walked into a raid or they were carried into a raid and mm -hmm. they got a raid exotic on day one never touched that raid after again it's the same, very similar to how just you just go to that kiosk and you pick up that thing. They didn't really earn it. They've just walked into that raid and they got it by pure luck on that first go. They haven't put the time and effort in like you have. And obviously you, you feel very passionate about the fact that you put that time and effort in to earn that <laughs> weapon. I, I mean, it took me, I think it was eight, eight runs of Crown of Sorrow to earn the Terrava. And I really wanted that weapon, but I really enjoyed the in the raid. You know, it was very good fun to do. But I couldn't farm it as as much as other people could do. And the same with um, the Anarchy. I, I played that raid as much as I could, and you know, I got it to drop on my third attempt. Oh, I hate you. 
But then, yeah, when we talk about Raid Exotics respawn, that's kind of his that's his melting point. That's when he yeah. just kind of breaks down and But I, I do agree with you that goes. maybe these weapons should not have been put into a kiosk. I feel that maybe they should have either been dropped into raids as an additional thing that you could earn. You know, a possibility of earning maybe the eyes of tomorrow, maybe anarchy as well, that might drop from the same chest, you know, because then at least you've mm-hmm. gone to very similar motions of you've done a raid and you have a chance. Maybe Anarchy was from the the Deepstone Crypt. Uh, Accurus was probably, you know, the, the catalysts and things were earned from other raids. You know, you get my point anyway, that it should have been in. Yes. And yes. Going back to like D1 era of when we had, uh, we had the initial quest for the Thorn and you had to do, x amount of bounties at the at the bounty board and it was a random chance that this exotic uh, quest would drop for you and it was like a 10 step mm-hmm. quest that you had to go off and do and i would have appreciated bungie more if they'd have done that with some of those weapons that they've now put in the kiosk to then go off and do and maybe the same with fell winters that fell winters could have been earnable through an iron banner quest you know all these times that iron banners come around mm-hmm. since it, it's an iron banner weapon it's got the iron banner logo on it it should have been put into some kind of earnable thing through iron banner now some of the other weapons that have now been sunset like uh, the hand cannons the not forgotten and the other one yes again yeah, if i could jump in here just a minute go on I, I wasn't going to harp on the pinnacle PvP weapons because they're Sunset. And you're not using Sunset weapons in really anything. And I'm really... I'm kind of upset about that because of all the people who did grind for that. I personally did not. I don't have Luna's Howl or Not Forgotten. Hmm. But I, I just... Because they're Sunset, it feels like there's not that push i mean yeah you got them in your collections you might have the forged and fire tab or the uh something in your triumphs but it's they weren't a huge deal and they're old but you say you say they're not a huge uh, deal but they are still a huge deal to pvp only players that that is a big deal that those things are now in that kiosk they feel very passionate about it the same way that you're feeling very passionate about that these exotics are in there i I think it's that that was it's on the same level but me earning, I earned the Lunas How, I didn't earn the Not Forgotten, and I haven't bought it yet. But. Good for you. I don't, I honestly don't mind that somebody could come along tomorrow and pick that up. Because I know I've earned it. I put myself through that grind when it was a grind to get that weapon. And the same with some of the other pinnacle weapons that I got through dragging myself through comp to actually better myself and get to that point. Nobody's going to take that away from me. And I enjoyed, you know, the getting it at the end so for somebody to come in new light and just pick that from the tower i've got no issue with that yes bungie should have maybe done something maybe it was a drop in crucible maybe if you get to a certain point at the moment let's face it 2100 isn't that hard to get to in comp doing just constantly playing because you will slowly slowly go up you know, yeah, you, you can't lose points like you could before until you get past 21. But you both have points, right? To his point, it, you know, as somebody that had to earn literally all of these except for the Terrible, which I don't even have yet, and I haven't bought it, I, I, it, I'm with him. It feels like they've taken something from us. But conversely, 
to Demon's point, in order for you to buy one of these things, you have to have 240 raid coins, right? And don't get me wrong, yeah, you can do that in a day. If you do like four raids on each of your characters, you could theoretically get it in a day. But that's still a lot of raiding to do to get all those coins. So what what they lack in like the RNG aspect of the raid, they still have to make up for it in the sheer number of raids to get caught up to, to even buy one of those, right? So is it a perfect system? No, it's not. But I mean, you got to keep in mind, this is Bungie's way to try to get new people into the game. Hey, look what you could get. It used to be gone, but not anymore. You know? Also, I think it's, it's a system of we haven't got we haven't got the time to rewrite the code to do this to do that we've got time enough to focus on getting this out we've got time enough to get that out like they've said with the cosmodrome now they've gone back and thought uh we shouldn't have said that it's only going to be this this and this i think a lot of the time and effort that they put into certain areas they try and focus on those areas and they're like yeah, we, we, we totally get where you're coming from, that maybe this should have been a quest, maybe this should have been in a raid. We honestly haven't got the time, we haven't got the manpower, we haven't got the resources to do that. And I think that's where this kiosk comes in, is it's easier for them to just go, okay, you have to earn it by doing getting all these tokens, all these planetary materials, then you can buy it. They could just but, take it out of the game and say, sorry, you didn't play. Yeah, but yeah. Bungie's fighting that How? whole you had to be there feeling right now, so they're not well, going to right. do that. No, right, right, right. Yeah, but I'm saying I mean, that's not the way they... You didn't play that season, you don't get that gun. You don't get that armor piece. That exotic just isn't available to you. You missed it. Maybe we'll bring it back as part of a special event, but you just don't get it at all. Yeah, I mean... I mean that... At least you have a chance. And I mean, and to be fair, these weapons, some of them are still very good. Some of them absolutely saw their heyday and were absolutely game changers in that heyday. Are they still good? Yes. Will they be good again? Likely. They're exotics. So they'll stick around forever. But like the legendary things are eventually going to sunset out and are not the they're the same weapon, but they're not the same weapon in the same meta as when they were like completely dominant. So I think there's still a little bit something different of having like the fell winners lie now versus the fell winners in its absolute peak. To say, I mean, the the two hand cannons we don't speak about, the recluse was absolutely devastating oh in a day. I mean, there dirty. was there yeah. was absolutely no way to compete against it. And so, the yeah. in PvP and PVE, right? Yeah. I mean, it was good all around, right? And like the, I I feel more for the PvP players having their pinnacle. I mean, am I happy they're gone? Absolutely, as a not pinnacle <laughs> PvP player, but also I feel more bad for the PvP folks because if you're playing this game for PvP and that's you know, there just isn't that much there. There, you know, there isn't that like the level of stuff you have on the PVE side. But uh, I, I don't have much more to say. It just yeah, I mean, just echoing response point. You know, the raid exotics. You're still playing a lot of raids to get that. Yeah, and and it's basically the same thing in my eyes. Of you go earn 240 tokens. Well, that's that's running through what you say respawn a dozen raids or something minimum. Yeah, twelve. Because so, 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 yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's the same raid, thing as playing. So. Yeah, that's the same thing as playing the same raid a dozen times, hoping it drops. At least this way, you say, I can play. I can play a dozen raids, and at least I get something. You know, a guaranteed something out of it. I can go yeah. buy the thing at the end. I've it's earned that through playing it. Yeah, so I mean, at least it's sort of like some raid protection versus I played the raid thirty nine times and I got not what I wanted out of it. That's a better system to at least be able to say, here's a way to get a thing. He raids and all I got was a stupid t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> but l l let's be honest. 
there are ways to farm spoils of conquest. There just yeah, are. Raids. There's there's chest. Yeah. yeah. No. There's like ways to do it without the without actually getting a team together. Like I did that a couple times with the Dreaming City. I'd go to the Wish Wall. I'd shoot in a command. I'd go to the start of Shirochi. I'd backtrack across the bridge and open the chest. Right. I'd do the same thing with Morgath on my Warlock. I'd fly across that gap and get some more spoils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're you're still you're still instead of okay. So instead of building a team, you're still going to the raid, spending that time opening that chest. That's still a time commitment that you're doing. You're just doing it a different way of yes. people getting together a group. How is that different than getting a team together, playing the raid through and opening also, it just that way? Your way, it's even longer for you to get it because you're not right. going to get as many foils. Because not yes. every raid has those, let's say, shortcuts, right? So it's going to take you doing that even longer than some guy just doing 12 raids in a day with 12, whatever. The math works out. <laughs> we know what you mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think I do agree with your point that the spoils are necessary for the raid exotics from a raid. It's just basically saying, hey, we don't want to put the exotics in the raid. We're going to put the way to get the exotics in the raid, which I don't mind. But focusing on the quest exotics, the ones from all the quests from Forsaken and Shadowkeep and about anything Pinnacle? before that. No, I'm sorry. You said quest exotics. I zoned. Continue. No, pi- the Pinnacle weapons, because they're sunset... I feel like they're not. I, I, I like Night Night Demon was saying. I agree. If you grinded through Crucible to get the Not Forgotten, kudos to you. That's amazing. There are people who didn't, and no one really is going to know that except you. And no one's going to use those weapons anymore because they're sunset. I mean, at the I very feel least, that that gives... they should have done something like a color change or a design change or even a slight perk change so that you would know, hey, I earned this versus, hey, I bought this kind of thing. You know, that way there's yes. some kind of... Yes, yes. You know, for but it to by, be the but... exact same is a little much. I mean, but by the time you bought it, nobody was using it anymore. I, bu- I bought the uh-huh. Lunas Hall and the Not Forgotten when they're just, uh, I don't know, for old time's sake. I've never fired either of them once. They're not vital. <laughs> you don't see them anymore. I mean, I, you know, again, I, I would much rather have the way to say, like, put it, if you earn these weapons at the time they were earnable, put them, you know, put them in the tower in your ship, you know, have some, some, you know, build a battle part of Bungie.net on your profile to like show that you earn these things. Have a way to share that outside of game and in game. Because yeah, they're not vital anymore. You know, I, I'm happy to people buying a weapon that no one's going to use anymore competitively. If you want to take it into control, go mm-hmm. for it. Take it into control. But even then, there's, I think there's, I don't know if I'm going to say there's better options, but there's competitive options now to it. Whereas in their heyday, there was no competitive option. I would argue that there are better out there. Yeah. I I bought Redrick's Broadsword. Go ahead, man. Yes, I agree. I bought Redrick's Broadsword when it it was able to be bought because I wanted to complete the Crucible collection to that, the Forged in Fire. That's Mm -hmm. the only pinnacle PvP weapon I've bought from the kiosk because I'm not going to use any of them. They're all way too low light level. And I feel angry that I spent like 48 hours playing like 36 matches in Crucible to earn mine that I don't <laughs> care about at all, but <laughs> just to be that guy. But honestly, I feel like it it motivates Bungie to create better and new and better pinnacle weapons for Strikes, Gambit, and Crucible, which they've done with the slight cheese that half of them are just D1 revamps. 
Uh, that's an entirely different topic, but I don't mind that as long as we keep getting the new weapons. But that's not where I'm centering my Joker does not jest section. This is the, really I'm focusing on the quest exotics like Ace, like Izanagi's, kind of like actors who have to was play a the raid. Pain too, man. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Or, uh, let's see, Sleeper Stimulant, Polaris Lance, Whisper, which you could play pretty easily, but Outbreak? Outbreak took a while. Yeah, oh no, god, dude, you're right about that. Outbreak was a headache, especially when you go for the Catalyst. Oh my god. And that's that's the next thing I'm going to buy. I'm just going to go get some Ascendant Shards from uh, Banshee and buy that baby up, and I'll have it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. But... And but, uh, and then I didn't even get started on the Thor. Yeah, but I, t- I tell you what though, nobody else we, uses it either. Your your <laughs> outbreak, your outbreak perfected. I've got the outbreak perfected ship to show you that I've done that, so I can show you that I've I've earned that and I've earned that in the mission. So you know, okay, I I have no issue with you going over to that kiosk and buying it. There's no issue whatsoever with you being able to do it. But I don't I don't get the experience of playing zero hour. I wanted to play zero hour and feel the accomplishment of getting that. I now don't get that. And I know they can't bring that back. They but will. Give it's us in the content vault. That doesn't mean it's not coming back. It's just not here now. You got to understand what the content yeah, vault but- is. Yeah, it's legacy content that may or may not come back, but Zero Hour was in the old tower. We're probably getting the old tower back. Yeah, but they're doing something to the old tower. That's why you're not getting Zero Hour. Yes. I I just feel like put them in the game in some way so that we get an experience. We get a sense of satisfaction that, oh, hey, I did this. I get it. Now, here's something I didn't think about. If Bungie is really focusing on the new content and they're just like, we don't really care about the old content now, we're moving on to bigger and better and higher things, I do kind of understand they're just trying to tie up loose ends and get the old content out in the world and out of the way to get on to Beyond Light, then Witch Queen, then Lightfall, then all of the seasons that come with that and their exotics and their exotic quests. But I had an idea. Back at the end of Season of Arrivals, they opened up that last city portion, put the exotics as drops from exploring the tower and the last city. So, like, you get to you get to walk around, and in nooks and crannies, there'll be, like, an exotic engram, and you pick it up, and it'll have a random quest exotic, and you've just walk through this awesome place of the last city and the tower to find this uh random exotic this quest exotic how is that any different how is that any different from just going up and picking up from the kiosk at the moment or or throwing got him activities just 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 throw into the loophole you you murder a blocker and gamut and exotic drops boom it could be one of the exotics you're missing how is that? I'm absolutely fine with that. Pool. So, so you I, say, I, do something for it, not just buy it from a kiosk. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe put it, it put it into the game. Maybe it's in the kind of the old style of loot pool of when you've got an exotic to drop in the real world, 
it could be one of these exotics. Whereas you wouldn't be able to then go, it wouldn't come up in Zer's inventory. It wouldn't be available on like your season pass exotics. It has to be a well drop, something you've done, you've played X amount of hours, and the game's logged that, and it's gone. You know what? At this point in time, you can have one of these exotics if you don't earn, don't already got it. You can have an exotic from this loot pool to drop. Maybe it could have been that. But you know, the exotic quest from Destiny One were just as good. That you had to go off and you had to do certain tasks. Again, they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't have had to put too much effort into those. They could have put, you know, you have to complete Deepstone Crypt, Garden of Salvation, and Last Wish, and do X amount of this, this, and this to earn a, you know, this exotic. But yes. maybe we I, I do agree with you. I, I really do. I'm just, I'm trying to find a way to keep the old content from just becoming stale and useless. But but that's what it is. I'd much rather them give me something than to continue to support the old stuff for that, yeah, that's yeah. Part of the content vault is, is I, I don't want Bungie to be spending time on the old stuff that's been out for three years when they could be building me something new and exciting and interesting. I'd much and rather thesis than than have them work on zero hour. I must have and, you know, I'd much rather have the new exotics than them figuring out how to you know, fix new exotics or fix the old exotics or build them into the game or you know, bug fix them or whatever. You know, you know, spend your time on the new stuff. I don't need the old stuff forever. It was around for a while. If you miss those three years, you miss those three years, and now we can. I'd much rather have the new stuff to play, just like the Cosmodrome. We don't want to go back to the Cosmodrome because we've been there. I don't want to use the same guns for seven years because I've been there. Yeah, um, Dipolar brings up a good I point. Do agree, I do agree with you on that. I am going to say this, damn it, because I've been trying to say it for a minute. Dipolar brings up a good point that you can't ignore. Him and his friends, whenever they first got into the game and they saw that there was a kiosk, that gave them goals, that gave them hope, that gave them something to shoot for. So like what you were talking about earlier, hey, you used to have all these quests, right, in your inventory tab to have stuff to go do, right? Well, now they have stuff from the kiosk. Hey, I want to go get this gun. Cool, I have this gun. It's amazing. Now I got to go to the next one. For the new players, you know, it it's it's... It's them having that something to do that you were complaining that you don't have, right? Don't get me wrong. I do stand by your side about them taking something away from us that have earned it. But at the same time, you know, if we want new players in the game, we're going to have to make it, some sacrifices. Yes. I, I, I think I'm kind of relenting here, unlike the perk. And so I'm... I do agree that we need the new content. I, I maybe I'm just clingy. And I like the old content a lot. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Menagerie, mm-hmm. but uh, Menagerie, that's the example you go to, really. I, I love like Menagerie. I mean, to each their own, I guess. Whatever. I, I, I played Menagerie every chance I got, and I only got beloved as an actual Menagerie weapon. Ever. Nice. No armor, no ornaments, no weapons. Just beloved. That's off topic, though. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty on topic. We would never You're call it topic. fine. No. You're fine. What's next, guys? Where are we at? Well, it's time for All a right. respawn, Respawns Report Roundup, if Joe is finished. Is it time for a Respawns Report Roundup? I am finished. Thank you for listening to my droning voice that hopefully is a little bit more melodious than the Respawns. Melodious. Nobody's more melodious, melodious. than me. Over to you, then, Respawn. I'm trying to find my daggum thing. I'm a...
<laughs> Spit it out already. <laughs> where's my where's my roundup? That's the wrong button. Haha, found it. All right, Spawn says, anyone else notice how new strange markings on the season of the hunt weapons? DMZ replies, these were meant to appear last season. Ha, huh, bug fix. Was shipped with the most recent update. Cool. Uh, what do we got here? Bungie help. We have deployed fixes for multiple issues, up to and including mislabeled exotic ornaments. Oh, hold on. Uh, have been removed from Eververse. Players cannot successfully acquire Born in Darkness Part 2. The Helm node in the tower should now be visible to all players who complete the thir Season 13 intro. There we go. Cool. How to complete the intro. For real. Um, DMG. Ah, another missed patch note. Fix for Mita Mini and Drain Masterworking is now in. Cosmo, we have confirmed that Penumbral's Blast's damage is being reduced, was not an intended change, and will be fixed in a future update. We didn't mean to nerf the Warlocks. It was an accident. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay. Um, DMG says, re, Gambit Moat Pickup. Seeing reports that moats are still finicky. Correct. Do you have videos of this issue or any footage, footage oh. of other weirdness going on in Gambit? Throw it our way. Many thanks. Bungie. Oh. Five minutes there will show you that the ground is eating uh, all of them. Not only that, but I watched. I have, I have a clip of a man running over moats three or four times and none of them being picked up. I ran into that problem so much this week. Big Titan hands can't carry moats. It just can't be done. We run over yeah. them three or four. Like, I was at 13 moats and I tried to get those last two. Like after killing a, a high value target that drops you know, a shower of them, could yeah. not pick up two moats. Couldn't be done. Yeah, it's... Wow. I don't know what it is, but it's it's broken. Yeah, just say nothing of the world eating them. <laughs> yeah, no. The For me, my biggest problem is it was being eaten by the ground. All right. Now, from a couple days ago, uh, Sunday, 1412, Bungie Help tweeted, We are aware of an issue causing some players not to receive Bright Dust as a reward for completing the weekly challenges for Vanguard, Crucible, and Gambit. We are working on a fix to resolve this issue and provide players with the Bright Dust they did not receive. I'm, I think I'm one of those guys because I did a lot of weeklies, and I'm only sitting at a 1,000 dust. Pretty sure we're supposed to have a lot more than that by now, right? So pretty sure I'm one of those guys. Um, what else we got? Picking up your additional bounties. If you're not picking yeah. additional bounties, you're not earning bright dust. I I, I I was. I did. It's a thing. Good. You should. I'm an a hole, but I'm not. You know, we're not going to go there. Um. So mm -hmm. I am ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure. By the way, this is C C C Coon ninety one. Um, saying I am 99.99999% sure that the sniper flinch changes Nine. actually reverted them to previous values. Every single play I have double headshot with hand cannon in the past two days is instantly met with me getting headshot by a sniper, just like the good old days. DMG has replied, what RPM is the hand cannon? Wondering if 120s are slow enough for the flinch to reset. I can follow up with the team, take a drink, but I'm also seeing feedback that some folks missing more shots since the change. I'm not seeing it. I, I was getting 
cr- yo i had the 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 exotic the new exotic pulse rifle the one gift from the stranger no time to explain that thing hits hard and i burst some guy in the head and like right as that third round hit his head you think he'd flinch nope i got shot in the head by his sniper like what yeah so mm-hmm. yep not a thing uh bungee help we're investigating an issue where players cannot acquire born in darkness 2 after completing born in darkness 1 quest we are investigating an issue where the titan 14th and uh, you already said that due to an issue where players could become blocked during the fallen saber strike is currently unavailable we've identified the issue and are currently developing <laughs> a fix we will provide updates when more information is available so there's the answer to our question from the top of the show of what's broken. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Respawn reports. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, this may you... be a not arf question, but if if the bunker is if we're going into the fallen saber strike and Rasputin is dead, how are we getting into the bunker? We asked him that last week. He hasn't got an answer yet. Yeah, yeah. We looked at the last week, saying, "You know, the call has gone out from Rasputin." No, it hasn't. Just like the call from Parody has not. <laughs> so, uh, DMG zero four commented on to raise awareness. Dune Munchers have and the yeah, heart of that. innermost light. Nope, it says and the heart of innermost light are both bugged. Oh. We passed along reports of Dune Munchers to the team, which is currently under investigation. Take a drink. I'll follow up on heart of innermost light when we got a bug fix. Strep 2, what about the Cosmodrome strikes missing from the director? Cosmo, look into it. Take two drinks, because that was completely pointless. Uh, DMG04, re, missing armor mods. We've already said that. Okay, DMG04, we, re, re, blah, 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 freaking blah, blah, blah. Weekly featured raid. This was an errant patch note, which will be removed. Weekly featured raids are not intended to be released with Season 13, but this is something the team is targeting for a future season. Once more info is available, we will let you know. Checking with the team, it's looking like cores and prisms are being added to secret chests. Was intended for this release and should be live now. Dun, da, da, da. All right, uh, lost my place. Here we go. Edit Cosmo confirmed below that adept mods will drop from GM Grandmaster Nightfalls. Cosmo replies, Yes, adept mods will also drop from the Grandmaster Nightfalls. Thank you for that. DMG Nightfall weapon availability, shadow price, palindrome, swarm. These are on a weekly rotation. First up, as many of you have you discovered, is shadow price. Seeing screenshots of your god rolls, I'm tempted to run a few nightfalls during lunch. And it does say lunch, not launch, just so you know. Cosmo, just confirmed that any damage reduction to Eyes of Tomorrow were definitely not intentional. We've already said that. Thank you. And that's it, guys. That is all for Respawn's report redundancy roundup of ridiculousness. Is there something else? Or is he... I'm just wondering because I know he sometimes ends because he doesn't want to go over a specific point that makes him angry. Everything makes him angry. He's like the Hulk. Uh, yeah, yeah. doy. But what I'm are you not... referring to? So well, we can make sure. 
Well, I just I, I, I'm used to Night Demon saying, no, 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 no. There's something else. Re- read that. No, don't don't skip over that. Re- you go back. Read that. Read that as it is. Night Demon's too tired. Yeah, Night Demon's yeah. like you'll be lucky if you get the edited version and not just not just a link to, re- to response Twitch stream. <laughs> Here you go. Before we move on to some tips, tricks, guys, and builds, because this week. I tasked the guys with coming up with some of their own tips, tricks, guys, and builds. We can add it to work. It's amazing. They they had to do something this week. <laughs> we but watched I, I don't... Yeah. They watched some stuff, so I didn't have to. Well, actually, no, I had watched the ones that they had, but I was just interested <laughs> to see what they would pick out as well. So I've got a few bits of information for you for while I was, I was kind of playing this week. So we all know that we've got a new stasis quest for the aspects come up this week. And the Exo Stranger gives you two fragment quests that you can pick up, either doing two bounties in Crucible, Strikes, or Gambit. Now, for science, I thought I'll I'll do one of them and then I'll delete one of them <laughs> to see if I can reacquire it later on a different character. Because originally I picked them up with doing strikes on my titan when i first started the game and i thought you know i'll do them get them out of the way but then i kind of came a cropper when i was doing nightfalls and i was trying to get kills with stasis on barrier champions because the two teammates i wasn't able to communicate with weren't being helpful and they were just killing the barrier champions with their weapons before i could kill them with stasis so i got really frustrated with it and i thought sod it i'll just delete it and see if I can reacquire it. If I can't, I'll just pick it up again next week. Turns out you cannot reacquire it if you delete it on that week. So I've got to now wait until next week to pick up the two quests. Wow. So oh, I'm no. going to be a, a week behind on one of the, the fragments. So there's four new fragments to pick up. So potentially I would have been able to get all of them in like two weeks. But now I've got to wait a third week. But I just thought I'd let people know. Don't delete it. Just pick up the right one. And don't, if you're low character, low level character and you're trying to do nightfalls and kill the barrier champions with stasis, it might be better to go and pick up the PvP ones or the gambit ones to take into to kill. You've probably got more of a chance to kill things with stasis in those. Don't rely um, on other people. So Battlegrounds will give you a, a tier one reward, uh, engram, at three games played you'll get a tier two at six games played and a tier three at nine games and i was quite interested to see if i went to 12 games it gave me a pinnacle does but not. it doesn't it does not at the moment that might come later on because they did that with crow once you've kind of updated him and once you would leveled him up the the final iteration of him was a pinnacle reward so i'm thinking maybe if we upgrade the helm to the the highest upgrade that you can with the helm maybe there'll be a pinnacle reward at maybe doing like 12 of these psychotic battlegrounds every week on each character. But not at the moment, anyway. Am I the only person who got a little thrown by, go do three of these. Okay, now go do more. Now keep going. No, like, yeah, no. yeah, no, I was. I, I was too, because I was like, wait, I thought yes. I was, wait, there's more. I didn't pay attention that the number kept moving up. I was just like, I yeah. could have sworn I already did this. Yeah, I'm so used to, you know, go do three of a thing and then move on. I was like, I was like, but I did my three battlegrounds. Okay, did you go to two more? I did two more battlegrounds. I went back in to do strikes, and I was like, wait, there's more battlegrounds. Yeah, <laughs> there's always battlegrounds. Nothing but battlegrounds. I just wanted to point out to people that the Harbinger mission is on a three-week rotation. So this week was back to my my first week. So uh, the videos that we have linked or that are available from Ibontis of going through them, so it'll be week two next week once you hear this and week three after that. Just wanted to point out that 
Harbinger mission will give you a pinnacle kinetic Hawk moon, and it will give you one piece of uh, pinnacle gear on the run first run through as well. So you'll get a, a possibility of maybe getting the Hawk moon and like an armor piece like I did this week. So it's worth running still. Okay, so there is a reason to do it outside of the Hawk moon because we don't care about the Hawk moon. Exactly, Agreed. yeah. And, and when I was leveling up, um, again, I did everything this week solo, and I managed to get to 1300 on just by my second character. So I only did Titan and, and Hunter this week, and I've only just kind of started doing the Warlock by just going through my season pass and, and passing her last season passes um, stuff. But also another tip is if you've got a really high power character and you go and visit Zer, you can also then pick up the highest piece or your other two characters from that one character. So when I visited uh, with my hunter, I was able to pick up a 1296 uh, Dune Marchers for my Titan and the helmet for the Warlocks to then boost them up even higher. So that is also still something you can do. Um, <laughs> the High Celebrant mission is just a powerful engram now and cry. And Crow's five lures that you have to charge up and go off and do the, the rewards for. It's not a pinnacle anymore. It's just a powerful reward. Um, it says powerful legacy engram. But uh, just it's just it's just a powerful reward. So you shouldn't um, delete the lure? Because I saw it in my inventory and I almost deleted it. You can like, delete it. It's oh, absolutely fine. You can always get it, it back. Go, yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's, it goes to the I'll... table next to him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'll do them anymore anyway because I barely did them last season, but I wasn't sure if that was still in the game and it was one of those things Bungie just didn't delete. So you can still do them. There's just less of a reason to. Yeah. Um, the three unlocks that you get this week for doing the pursuits on the tabs to unlock the helm nodes. So if you go into, I think, your quest tabs, at the top of your quest, there's a new bar that's all like the weekly challenges that you can do. There's, I think there's three challenges this week, which will then you'll be able to unlock the three nodes. And it you can select the three nodes. And I think it, it starts you in the middle of the top nodes on the helm. And then you can either choose to go left or right with how you want to select to upgrade the helm. Um, next week's ones are acquire 200 Cabal Gold from playing Strikes, Gambit, Crucible, public events, and more. And smash 10 Tribute Chests and focus 10 Seasonal season of the chosen engrams with charges from the hammer of proving so that's next week's ones and just to let you know the exotics from last season that were only available in the lost sectors so that's the uh, gauntlets and the helmets are now dropping in exotic engrams uh, that you can that I, I use the ones on my old pass I just thought I'd kind of pop them see what I've got from them and I can confirm that I got the mask of Bacris for the um, hunter, even though I had it, it, it drops from those engrams. So they're dropping in the world now. And I'm guessing as well from Zer. So if you've got one of those exotic ciphers or you want to go and get the fated engram, you should be able to pick up that one of those newer pieces of armor. If it's in your loop pool or even if it's not in your loop. Says the man who has run none of them. In the well, no, if you have the lost sectors, if you haven't done the lost sectors, they, they are now dropping from the exotic engrams from just the world and, and okay so okay so they have been added just to the world all right yes because they have updated the lost sectors with chess pieces so this gives us the opportunity to go over the new chess pieces 
Hello. Yeah, right. So we we have the hunter chest piece, which is the Omnioculus. When you make an ally invisible, they gain damage resistance whilst invisible, and you gain melee energy. Okay, so uh, someone who's a Harry Potter fan thought up that, and we know it. <laughs> Not I. Um, then we have the mantle really? of battle Not harmony off. for the warlocks, which actually sounds quite cool. Is aspirational self. So OP. Takedowns with weapons that have a damage type matching your subclass element grant you super energy. I could see how this would work on the void. This would be quite good. Um, while your super energy is full, you gain a temporary bonus to weapon damage of the type matching your subclass element. Or maybe solo, yeah, dropping the well. So these people that hold on to their wells, that would be a good one. And then finally, for the Titans, the most OP chess piece in the world. The Curious of the Falling Stars. Star. Oh, star, sorry. Uh, glorious Charge. Greatly increase your Thundercrass impact damage. Gain an overshield that lasts longer the further you travel before striking a target. So this is for Middle Tree Striker, isn't it? So you can, you can do your Thundercrash from miles away. And I think it also works on when you're doing your Thundercrash, you can just do that ground pound, jump up in the air and, and slam down to the ground. Because I think Respawn suffered this in trials yesterday. He got one shot from this, so he wasn't happy with that. No. So, and they was you know, like I think you were saying at some point that it's comparable to Golden Gun. Um, What's Celestial Nighthawk? Yep, Celestial Nighthawks. Yep. It's yeah, and I think Cool Guy was saying if you took six Ballistic Slam Titans to a raid boss, it's doing stupid amounts of damage if everyone's wearing the same chest piece. Indeed, it is. Indeed, I can I can just is. see how the warlock robes. What were they called again? Yes, um, yes. The, the mantle of robe. battle harmony. Oh, that yeah. The mantle of battle harmony. Yeah, you put osmosis on your kinetic weapon. You get a an arc. Uh, you get an arc weapon in your energy slot and an arc heavy weapon, and you do middle tree arc subclass. Your chaos reach. Nice. Oh yeah. my goodness. You, you're just going to be destroying everything. You're going to have super energy all day long. You're going to have weapon damage. You're going to have arc just here, there, and everywhere. That thing's going to be just bomb. So it's mainly built around light subclasses then. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, so they're pushing the light ones <sighs> a bit. They're like, hey, remember these exist? I know they're all underpowered compared to stasis, where you can just freeze everybody and then dance in front of them. But remember, there's there's three other subclasses. We, we promise, please, guys, guys, please. And talking about something that that still exists that probably nobody's talking about is the air apparent, which was the exotic. You're right. Uh, light machine gun from. <laughs> I right, think it was know. last year. <laughs> last, <laughs> last year's Guardian Games. Yeah. Um, I think it's been data mined. Yeah, I think it's been data mined that we're going to get a catalyst coming soon. So hopefully, it's probably with the Guardian Games tie-in. That's how you learn that. Maybe. And then because I mean, they, they, are... they did buy it up by letting us buy it early this season or last season. Remember how it wasn't supposed to be there, and we're like, "Oh my god, that is the yeah. one exotic I bought." Obviously, because can't go back and get it any other way. So I bought the air apparent. Yes. Yes, I did. 
And then our hammer of proving is going to have upgrades for up, up, just upgrading and doing different things. So we have the Pierce Challenge Medallion, which is an etched challenge medallion pierced by ceremonial knife. Destroy tribute chests in Battlegrounds playlist to temporarily increase hammer charge capacity. Effective until the next Umbral Engram is focused at the Prismatic Recaster. Effects don't stack. And then we have Darkened Challenger Medallion. A Challenger Medallion suffers... Suff suffused. Sorry, suffused in darkness. Earn an Umbral Engram from the Tribute Chest in the Battlegrounds playlist. And then we have the Radiant Challenger Medal Medallion. An etched challenger medallion that glows with power grants additional hammer charges from destroying tribute chests in the battlegrounds playlist, but costs more imperial gold to make. So that's going to be interesting at what you kind of can do with those. Can I just say how satisfying it is to earn my reward by smashing a chest with a giant hammer and then getting to see oh, it? It's so ground. nice. Stuck yeah. on the ground in the snow. <laughs> I love that whole mechanic. It just it's so satisfying. And I think DCP called it out this week. Exotic hammers for heavies. Yes. Not not just swords, hammers. <laughs> Wielding hammers like the Iron Lords did. Yes, I, I could see that. Didn't we call that oh, back I... like in D1 before we got the hammer? Yeah, during the... Yeah. The uh, the last mission in the uh, uh, not Warmind the the uh, the the Rise of Iron expansion that thing that yeah. that one with the yeah. hammers and calm you down, buddy. guys calm down take a break back axes yes amazing that'd be amazing to add that to heavy slot Griff ball let's go and <laughs> then we have or imagine that's just imagine that's that's in the battlegrounds activity only. Like you can pick up a hammer of proving any time and use it in the battlegrounds activity. Guess what? We already have that. It's called <laughs> no, no, no. Like you, no, 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 no. You can use it on enemies, not just loot stuff. It's called being a middle tree. You can smash cabal. Yeah, middle tree solar titan. Oh, got him. Yes, except there are people out there who are not titans. Well, that's their okay. Oh, good job. Sorry if they're disappointed that they can't wield a giant flaming hammer. That's your loss. <sighs> Respawn, you know what I mean. Don't, don't I, I'm getting. I know I'm what you mean, but no, 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 no. <laughs> you got to deal with what I deal with every week. It is your turn. I'm just, I'm, so, I'm enjoying the show from where I'm sitting. Because the hunters, you're such a plentiful people, but you're very fragile. So we can't, we can't be too hard on you with our giant hammers of flaming death. <laughs> we have to be somewhat nice to you. Well, before you dodge away. The only reason respawn. I'm really curious where this sentence is going. <laughs> the, the only reason respawn brought me on was so I would take all the junk that you guys throw at him. What? You're I, me? I, I You're a human now... shield? No. <laughs> I'm just now, now figuring this out. Not. And now we. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You're just now. So three hours in, you're just now figuring this out. Uh, another, another How aspect can I be of so the hunter. Stupid. <laughs> We're gullible. Well, speak, uh, speaking of three hours in, <clears throat> let's let's try and close up what we're actually doing. Yeah, we need to close out. So, those people that are interested in looking at what exotic catalysts are available, you can have a look in your collections to see yes. where they are and where you can actually obtain them. And the ones that I can't obtain, I've highlighted, and I'm just going to quickly go over. So, the sleeper simulant catalyst can be found in the Nightfall Ordeal playlist strikes. 
The same with the Acrius. That can also be found in the Nightfall Ordeal Strikes. And I got the Acrius one to drop. And then we then we finally have the Teleste, which is found in Lost Sectors on Legend or Master difficulty. So Parody has now found another reason that he has not got to avoid those things. No, no, no. So, so I now have a single reason to go play them. Is that oh, yes, you have. Yeah. yeah you, have a, you have a they, reason to go. They finally found, you know, it, it started with losing my renown sectors all the time. Bungie finds a way to lure me back into lost sectors. And I know it's a trap every time. And yet, you know, I keep coming back for more, more pain and punishment. <laughs> It'll be worth it to go run those stupid legendary lost sectors. Think, thankfully, there's a trillion YouTube videos telling me how to do it easily. Yeah. Uh, no, remember remember <sighs> remember back in the day. <laughs> My renown. No. <laughs> back when renown was a thing and you know we had factions and that breathe. Oh god, that was so funny the first But we also have some that. tips, tricks, guides and builds to go over quickly. Yes. Yes. Here we go. I'll go first because it's my section. <laughs> oh, excuse so, me. Okay. Pulling rank. Pulling rank. Gaming, an gaming Animal has Season of the Chosen emblems list for you to have a look at, see where these are going to pop up and if you can obtain them. Uh, Cheese Forever did, does point out there is one emblem that you can get, but it's via signing up on a, a website in Chinese, I believe. Gotcha. To get something. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was called. To get, is it the Ox emblem? And it's only limited for the next... I'd say 10 days at this point. So by the time you hear this, you've probably got a week left. If this is the week that you're hearing in that we're posting it, maybe on the 16th of February. Anyway, so yes, there are emblems that are available to go and have a look at. Then Ascendant Nomad goes over the new trials weapons and what perks to look out for with why you should probably want to go and play trials and bang your head against the wall to get the new hand cannon he he points out the new hand cannon because it's, it is a 120 but it is better than the 120 that's available in gambit it's the gambit's kind of the poor man's version in stat wise so mm. if you want to kind of bang your head against a brick wall and go for this new 120 that has really good rolls on it he does point it out but he goes over the also the messenger and the sword as well because yeah, the sword but... apparently is a bolt caster with that new perk on it that when you no 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 bolt caster is d1 temptations hook is d2 what yeah whatever it's a bolt caster frame (laughs) (laughs) sorry um continue (laughs) um what's the new perk that when you get a chain reaction chain reaction that's it so yeah there there is that about it yeah and Which then I Ural. am looking forward to. I, I am looking forward to see how Chain Reaction on a freaking sword is going to work. That's going to be amazing. So the next week, three weeks of trials then for us banging uh-huh. heads against walls. Yeah, so every time you get a sword kill, you blow yourself up with your own subclass. No, no, Chain Reaction doesn't kill you. Right? The explosions, doesn't, don't, they don't hurt you. It's like Firefly. Firefly doesn't hurt you either. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a Firefly, but non-precision. It's Firefly that when Firefly blows up, it blows up whatever's nearby as well. And if that thing dies from the explosion, then it blows up things near it. Hence, chain reaction. And it tells you from... Ah. And what does Eeroar have to say? Yes, indeed. 
Irul goes over the best rocket perks because rockets got buffed. There's a couple of new perks in there that are really, really interesting, aren't there? Uh, mm -hmm. we, we were talking about this um, earlier today. Oh, yes. With some of the new perks that you can get. There's lasting impressions, which is rockets attach on impact and detonate after a delay, increasing My the blast radius. favorite new perk, by the way. And damage. And then there's the one where you're in combat constantly. It gives you an extra boost in damage doesn't it uh, but yeah yeah eros kind of done the testing for you and gives a kind of rough estimate of what perks that you should be looking out for and what's the best perks on these new rocket launchers so go check that out lasting impression i'm going to tell you is one of the best perks because it does the most damage like flat out they they even say lasting impression does upwards of 80 percent extra damage when it detonates so you should be looking for that no matter what. Now, if you, like I am, I use that thing like a shotgun. I go up, I shoot something, then walk away while it ticks down to explode because it's like a timed payload kind of thing, right? But if you're playing the strike where it's got the, the God, what's his name? Tim the Enchanter. No, no. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the strike, but it's got the guy in the middle standing in electricity, and every now and again he'll start to draw you close to him until you pop a shield. Well, Pickerel the Fanatic and the Hollowed Lair. There you go, that guy. If you shoot him with the rocket launcher, by the time it detonates, you will be at his feet and you are going to die. Don't puts, use it on that guy. Eero <laughs> also puts a good case together for the other new perk that we've got is Frenzy, which is mm -hmm. being in combat for an extended time increases the damage, handling, and reload for this weapon until you are out of combat. Nice. And that has more damage than the payload perk, but again, it's situational of when you want to kind of use either well, one. You have to be in combat for 14 seconds for 12 it to, seconds. I'm sorry, 12 seconds for it to proc. Staying in constant combat for that long sounds harder than what it actually is. No, no, no. you'd be uh, fine. Yeah, whatever. Also, apparently, if you didn't know this, I didn't watch this video, but your teammates shooting you. Also, proc the perk. If you no, we, we can't talk about a cheese forever video. We've only selected five each. So, cool guy has a video on the new falling star curious of falling stars for the Titan. Uh, a review on it, and the missile is now top five PVE exotic. So go watch that and see how much fun that can be. Mm. And I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory how to get the new chess piece exotics. But Astrocross has a video on them going over um, some of their perks and what they can do. So I thought that would be worth a watch for anyone. Dun, Who dun, would dun, like dun. to go next with their videos? I only see two of mine. Where are the rest of mine? Well, I would say less, less, yeah, next and I can do mine and then close it out. But if Respawn can't find the rest of his videos. Yeah, um, you go yeah. His, his, his are up. His mm -hmm. are up. Oh, they're further up. Okay, I got them. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Wow, we got a lot of stuff going on. Okay. So um, there's a video by Cactus HD. I know I badmouth him a lot, but every now and again, he puts out something that's worth watching. And he has all of the weapons in the game that have dropped this season and all the god rolls for each weapon, depending on what you're looking for. So that's worth a watch. One of my favorite dudes, Astacross. We've got a couple of videos for him. Um, one of them is... Not that like button like your mama told you right. Yeah, you're fired. 
<laughs> one of them is going gonna to be the Tiku's Divination Masterwork. He went and completed the Masterwork. Um, everybody who knows me knows I love bows. Uh, whenever everybody was saying this bow was crap, I was defending it. It's like, no, it's not crap. You just got to learn how to use it. I thought it was good already. And then the Masterwork came out, which made my opinion even better so watch this video it tells you how the masterwork buffs the bow how to use the masterwork to stack up to an extra 101 damage on top of the bow's damage it's really good Astacross has another one talking about redrix 2.0 it's about the messenger god role basically uh yeah watch it uh you know, Messenger can come with a Desperado perk, and he goes into all the different perks you can get with this gun, and Desperado is probably the better god roll, but there are secondary roles that if you can't get the Desperado perk to keep a lookout for to make this uh, pulse rifle also really, really good to use. And I think I have one more scrolling way up here. Keep going, keep going, keep going. It's a Sean video. Huh? What? It's a it's a Mesa Sean video. Uh, no, it's not. We don't mention his name here. Please edit that out. I actually think that's all my videos. I only have four because this one right here, the cut. There technically, awesome. I had another one from Astacross, Exotic Bugs, uh, DCV, and Cosmodrome. Talks about all the different bugs. Both don't lie. You had the Warlock build one. There's a Warlock build one for all you Warlock mains that follow respawn. I actually don't know what you're talking about oh this one right here warlock build shepherd of fire yeah um <laughs> just watch the video there's a lot that goes into it i can't really explain it a whole lot but it it, it shows you a way to maximize your bow damage from tiku's bow okay that's basically all there is to it there's also a similar build with the hunter um and the hunter uses of course the uh oath keepers so that you get the perfect shot every time um so it's interchangeable in this video me personally i went the hunter route obviously these guys are going the warlock route but yeah so uh check those out and now we're gonna go on to parodi to see what he's graced us with well i've got a couple of things the first one is uh just a good reminder um how to build the perfect ghost shell pyro gaming talks us through you know there's a ghost shell. You can put perks into it. You should put perks into it. You should have a couple of ghost shells. Spec them out for different things. And he walks through just, you know, how you can spec them out. If you were, say, super poor on Glimmer, can't find any Glimmer to buy your trials, tokens, or passages, there's a way to get more Glimmer by murdering all the things. Uh, as we already discussed briefly, Spear Gaming has a good video on how to get all of your returning exotic catalysts in Destiny 2. Like the Telesto. Get the Telesto, ignore the rest of them. It's the best out. That's all you need to know. Oh. <laughs> All right, so Ebontis has a great video. If you are staring at your hammer, hammer of proving guide, your your prismatic recaster, your umbral Ingram, your table, and going, what are all these things? How do I work? What am I supposed to do with these? What goes where? He walks you through how all that works and why you should use it and love it and smash things with hammers because it's really satisfying. And I don't know what we would be if we didn't mention Fallout plays at least seventeen times per contractual obligation, but he has a. <laughs> And old weapons to chase in season of the chosen tells you what they are, what they can roll with, where they come from, and why you need 17 additional hand cannons. I almost turned the video off, full disclosure, because the first three were like hand cannons. I'm going <laughs> to these are all hand cannons, but no, he gets into non-hand cannon things after that. Thank you, sir. And once again, per contractual obligation, cheese forever. 
if you say, you know what, I don't need friends. I'm going to go to the Deepstone Crypt and I'm going to do a raid solo operator and uh, take care of that security myself. There is a glitch using a sparrow where you can run a solo operator down below and uh, get through that part of the raid. So check his video out. And then, of course, Night Demon's bedtime stories. Subscribe, like, get a good night's sleep. And everyone, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody of Night Demon. Your hunter is no one responds in real life. So. Your lore scribe out in the wastes, consulting the old books of old, bringing us the lore is not Arf. He'll be back soon. Joker is our hunter main, titan main, warlock main. You know, he's sort of between classes. No, nope, not a titan main. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. He's a warlock because you need a warlock's, you know, point of view. Every I'm game. a matchup of a warlock and a hunter. A hunt that lock. would be a munter, I believe is the correct term for that. So if you have questions. No, that's something completely different in England. <laughs> is it really? Oh, God, did I just you say don't something want to be a bad? Munter. Oh, no. Well, Welcome back, don't to, want to be a welcome back to phase two. I'm not a no, no. Then how about a, I'm a war? How about a horlock? Downhill. The show two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com and ask us all of your burning questions about what are you people even trying to do? Find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Find your all your favorite guardians on Xbox Live and respawn PC. You can find Joker on PlayStation because you know PlayStation people need friends too. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And guys, we didn't we didn't uh, get to one little bug. There's an issue with one of the new strikes that is kind of a big issue. You know, in the new Sepix Prime fight, uh, there's an issue where I can't seem to aim at anything when I'm too busy headbanging the perfected theme. And DMG responded saying, you know, I think oh, it'd be yeah. the same issue. Oh, yeah. One workaround that I found was to cut my hair a bit, so it wasn't blocking my vision for those short instances when I could see my screen. <laughs> no, that, no that music is rocking, though, isn't it? Right? Uh, it's heavy metal destiny. It's so good. And with that, gents, say goodbye. Deuces. Bye. Good to have you. Ad Astra per Astra. No, we don't. We, no, no, that's copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, it couldn't it couldn't have gone more perfect. The OnlyFans, Odie, let me get in touch with you. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, it, save it, share it, <laughs> or, or don't. Yeah, I did. 